From ABC News, I'm Brian Clark. Hurricane Ian killed at least 33 people in Florida, and recovery in the hard-hit southwest part of the state is going to take time, says ABC's Rob Marciano in Venice. Entire neighborhoods destroyed. Hundreds of residents left without a home. Roofs torn off buildings, flooded neighborhoods, and uprooted trees. Hundreds of thousands of Floridians remain without power. It's like staging an army. 30,000 crews from across the state brought in to help restore electricity. But when the power is restored, it only helps those who have a home left to accept it. Meanwhile, as a post-tropical cyclone, Ian is dumping rain on the mid-Atlantic part of the country in North Carolina. More power outages. I hope this will get me some power. I want to make me some soup. <laughs> Meanwhile, officials in Ukraine say a strike on a humanitarian convoy killed at least 20 people a day after Russia annexed four parts of the country. But ABC's Tom Sufi Burge near Kiev says Ukraine may have already recaptured a key part. And a senior Ukrainian official saying Ukrainian forces have now raised their flag at the entrance to that strategically important city. It's not clear whether Russian troops left in Liman are now surrounded. The irony is that Putin made that incendiary claim that eastern Ukraine is part of Russia just as his forces are on the back foot in that region. And more concern about the nuclear rhetoric from Vladimir Putin. National Security Advisor Jake Sullivan said Friday. This is something that we are attuned to, taking very seriously and communicating directly with Russia about, including the kind of decisive responses the United States would have if they went down that dark road. California trying to combat the highest gas prices in the nation, announcing an early shift to refining the winter blend of gasoline. The Cara Green, spokesperson for the Western States Petroleum Association, says energy prices are to blame, saying drivers in California pay a higher gas tax than anywhere else in the country. You're listening to ABC News. Do you know what people see when they Google you? Search engines don't always get it right, and when they're wrong... It's your reputation on the line. So what do you do when you don't agree with your search results? Call Reputation Defender at 800-401-6681. Reputation Defender by Norton is one of the most trusted names in online reputation. We have over a decade of experience in fixing people's search results, and we can help you too. Using cutting-edge approaches, Reputation Defender pushes unflattering information down to lower pages of your search results, where few people ever look. We also promote the good stuff so that it rises to the top, letting you put your best foot forward. Your good name is too valuable to leave to the whims of a Google algorithm. You owe it to yourself to take control with Reputation Defender. Visit www.reputationdefender.com or call 800-401-6681 for free advice on your situation. 800-401-6681. Final hearing of the January 6th committee will not take place next week. The committee chair, Benny Thompson, said it will happen before the election in November. The hearing was supposed to take place this week, but delayed because of Hurricane Ian. 26 months after a sophisticated Navy assault vessel was destroyed by fire, the seaman accused of willfully causing the blaze is free. ABC's Martha Raddatz has that story. After two years of trying to prove his innocence in the inferno that gutted the USS Bonhomme Richard, 21-year-old Navy seaman Ryan Mays has his life back. I've lost friends, I've lost time with family, and my entire Navy career was ruined. I am looking forward to starting over. Prosecutors claiming Mays had destroyed the $1.2 billion amphibious assault ship in July of 2020 because he was bitter about having to drop out of Navy SEAL selection. 
Longest playoff drought in North American pro sports is over. The Seattle Mariners qualify for the Major League Baseball postseason for the first time since George W. Bush was in his first year in the White House. Cal Raleigh with a walk-off home run. How sweet it is. The Mariners end the 20-year drought on a walk-off home run by Cal Raleigh. On KIRO from last night's game, this is ABC News. As a mom, I know how my little guy's feeling just by listening. (laughs) That's happy. And that's a stuffy nose. So that's when I use Vicks Sinex Children's Saline Nasal Mist. Instantly clear mucus at the source with Vicks Sinex Children's Saline. Get fast, drug-free relief from everyday stuffy noses for ages one and up. (sighs) Vicks Sinex Children's Saline. Look for the Vicks branded nasal spray in the cold and flu aisle. Use as directed. Keep out of reach of children. Brian Clark, ABC News. Once again, Toyota is the best resale value brand according to Kelly Blue Book's KBB.com. So stop waiting and check out a new Camry available with all-wheel drive and a 24-valve V6 engine delivering an impressive 301 horsepower. Or check out a stylish Venza with an all-hybrid powertrain and 40 miles per gallon. Visit buyatoyota.com and reserve yours today. Toyota, let's go places. Hey, high school football fans, if you want to see where your team ranks every week, check out the Thornhill Auto Group Power Rankings at WVMetroNews.com. Every Sunday evening, we will update the football power ranking to find out where your favorite team ranks. Go to WVMetroNews.com, click on the High School Sports tab, and then High School Football Power Rankings. The 2022 Metro News Power Rankings presented by Thornhill Auto Group. The road to total savings starts with Thornhill. Visit them on the Thornhill Motor Mile. College football season is coming, and FanDuel wants you to be ready for game day when the college football kicks off. Right now, new customers can get $150 in free bets guaranteed for week one. Just place a $5 bet, get $150 in free bets if you win or if you lose. Bet any college football any way you like. You can try the same game parlay bet, jump into the action with live betting, look at some of the special promotions they have, go for it all with national championship futures, or bet your thoughts on the backyard brawl. If you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, do it now. Use my name and row in the promo code box and find out why FanDuel is America's number one sportsbook. You must be 21 or older and physically present in West Virginia. First online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued is non-withdrawable free bets that expire 14 days after receipt. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. If you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. Not for extra spending money, but to help feed his little sisters. Or a mother who's in between jobs and sometimes goes to bed hungry so her kids can have dinner. I am the one in eight Americans who struggle with hunger. I am hunger in America. Hunger can be hard to recognize. Learn why at IamHungerInAmerica.org. Brought to you by Feeding America and the Ad Council. Dancing crew. Trip for two. Nail the final interview. Game with Doug. Brand new mug. Come here, kid. Give me a hug. The more you want to do, the more we want to do. Boosters designed for COVID-19 variants are now available. If you've had your primary series, schedule an updated COVID-19 booster appointment as soon as you're eligible. 
Sponsored by Pfizer and BioNTech. Save on everything for your next project with 11% off Power Tools at Menards. Senko tools make work easier and faster, along with quality you can trust. The DuraSpin Autofeed screw gun features blazing fast speed in a compact design. It's perfect for fast drywall and subfloor installations. Get 11% off all Senko tools now at Menards. Good through October 2nd, savings are mail-in rebate. Some exclusions apply. See store for details. A serious injury from an accident can be just the start of your worries. What if you cannot return to work? How do you take care of your family if you're disabled? At Gellner Law Offices, we represent seriously injured people and understand their problem. We know how to get you fair compensation. We will work hard to make sure you get the money you deserve for your losses. Don't go it alone. If you're hurt in an accident, call us at 304-242-2900 or visit us at gellnerlaw.com. We'd like to help. you have ever wanted to get in shape and get all the physical and mental sharpness that comes along with boxing training, now you can do it in a safe, clean, and supervised location with an experienced boxing trainer. Team Terra Fitness from Morristown, Ohio is offering boxing training now. If you are interested, you can contact me, James T.U. We'll arrange a free introductory session. You can reach me at 412-298-9805 or Send me an email to James TU Lawyer. That's James T I U Lawyer at gmail.com. A cool and rainy weekend in store. Hello, everyone from the Watchdog. I'm Darnell Foster with rain showers on and off for your Saturday. It's a cool day with highs in the lower 50s for daytime highs with a low of only 50 degrees under mostly cloudy skies and scattered showers through the overnight. We'll probably see some early showers for your Sunday, otherwise mostly cloudy and temperatures in the low 60s for daytime highs. Have yourself a great day, everyone. From the Watchdog, I'm Darnell Foster. The views and opinions expressed on the following program are not necessarily those of this station or its sponsors. <laughs>
and lace up your cleats. It's time for the Saturday morning sports huddle. Brought to you by Paul Harris at Harris Law Offices in Wheeling. All right. We're going to get this echo problem out of the way pretty quick, I hope. We're good. All right, we're good? Yeah? Sounds good. Sounds good. Johnson, inclusive Dover. It's one of my favorites all time. I heard it the other day on the radio, and I wrote it down on my phone. That was going to be my George Harrison pick for the week. That'll wake you up in the morning. It will. <laughs> At first note, sorry, folks, it was a little high. Didn't mean to have it t- the pod turned up that high, but it's okay. We, we need that on a rainy. Get Saturday your morning. get your blood going on a cool and yeah, wet rainy Saturday. A little bit of coffee. I don't know what you guys are drinking already. <laughs> That's uh. To be to be determined whether or not it's going to be dis- disclosed. Yeah, well, well, it's, in my mug. it's a family show, so okay. yeah, yeah. breakfast beverages yeah. and not mimosas. Doc, what's going on with you? You decided to make the journey to uh, Columbus today, huh? Tell us about that. Have we lost we, him? We lost him. Yeah, he's. Okay. He'll have to call back. Okay. Well, we're well, good. This is this is Mike Florak, and we're glad to have you here on the uh, on the Paul Harris. Huddle show, and uh, thank you, Paul, as usual. Thank you, Paul. Hold on. He's calling back. And uh, we're excited to have everybody here on a Saturday morning. A lot of things going on. Pennant races, well, one or two races. Uh, Of course, we're right in the middle of high school football season, college football. The NFL, a lot to talk about. Of course, everyone is uh, screaming about uh, Tua's injury. And the uh, my and the Miami Dolphins versus Cincinnati Bengal game. We have a doctor on the line, so doc. Do not do not, do not steal my thunder. Okay, okay. I'm sorry. Oh jeez, I'm sorry. I, I've got. I was, what I want to what I want to talk about now is I was on the sideline for Big Red Lindsley. Okay. Yep. Uh, as far as Tua goes, suddenly everybody has a medical diploma. Yes. If you read social media. Uh, the right. good news is, is next week we're going to be talking with Dr. Julian Bales, neurosurgeon, on the show many times about this very, very uh, same issue. As you know, he and our uh, ownership, Mr. Fitzsimmons, have been leading the NFL as far as CTE and concussion protocols. It was started by one of our locals, Dr. Joe Maroon. But I will get into my opinion, and I do have a medical diploma the last time I looked. If not, I did stay at a Holiday Inn last night, so maybe I'll be able to add something. Well, I, I thought it was Holiday Inn Express. I'm not a doctor, but Ross plays one on TV. Yeah, I thought you had to stay at Holiday Inn Express, not Holiday Inn. So, uh, uh, now, do we uh, want to get into Lindsley, Steubenville, Big Red? Absolutely. It's a thriller. We, and we also covered uh, Belair at uh, St. Clairsville, too. So, talk, talk, Isaac did get to see highlights about Lindsley and Steubenville, and I read the, ar- the, the article in the paper. So, uh, pretty interesting game, but I'd like to hear your take on it since you were right there. Yeah, we're on the sidelines. Uh, a couple quick 
comments. Uh, uh, who's ever doing the scouting for Lindsley did a very nice job. They were very vulnerable to the pass, meaning Big Red's defense. Uh, I was talking to Judge uh, David Scarpone, an old uh, quarterback for Big Red. I call him Air Pro Galone. Uh, but uh, he said they've kind of been a little susceptible to the pass all year long. I had to follow that closely. Also, I was um, – they were really trying to wear – they threw a lot of passes in the first half, and that quarterback was anything but accurate. I don't know what his reputation is um, as far as that goes. But, um, you mean the left-hander the left for Steubenville? Uh, you're kind of maybe too close to the mic. It's kind of, what did you ask? There's a lot of volume. The left-handed, the volume's up. The left-handed quarterback for Steubenville. Is that he was anything but accurate uh, and, um, uh, at all. And then they just tried to pound the ball in the second half, and they were successful at it, thinking maybe they'd wear Lindsley down. And uh, they didn't. They really didn't. And, of course, the dramatic thing was Lindley was getting ready to go for the go-ahead score, and they fumbled uh, with a minute 20 to go, perhaps. And they had three timeouts, but that was irrelevant. Big Red looked like they had the game, and they come on and immediately fumble it back. Yeah, on the first play. Yeah. But the thing that I didn't like personally, um, but, again, I'm not a coach, but I've never liked this play and I think you know what I'm talking about, where they do the straight pass to the wide receiver on the on the weak side, and then he's to make a move and run down the sidelines. You mean like okay. it's like a bubble? Every time I saw that work, what? You mean like a bubble screen, but nobody out in front of him. He's by himself. Not a bubble screen. No, 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 no. I'm talking about the quarter step, quarterback steps. A little bit, a straight arrow on the sideline. He tries to make a move. Okay. They must have run that play maybe 10 times. The only time I ever saw it run uh, very well consistently is when Jim Tressel had Troy Smith and Ted Ginn. And Ted sometimes could make that first step and take off. Now, sometimes they had some moderate success getting 10, 12 yards with it. But it seemed to me, even on that last drive, they tried it a couple times. And Lindsley was just prepared for it. And again, my hat goes off to Coach DePew uh, and their preparation. Uh, Big Red knew they were in for a dogfight in the second half. They gave their best effort, uh, but Lindsley held firm. I mean, they really played, in, and the quarterback made the one mistake with the fumble, but otherwise he was uh, no no nervousness. Right. Uh, and they played like winners. Steenville racked up 430 yards total offense, and it looked like on the stat sheet, uh, Lindsley couldn't run the football at all, even though DiLorenzo went off for like 260-some or whatever it was. Um, through the air, so it just if you read the article. Reno basically said they made too many mistakes. I think they had twelve penalties for a hundred and some yards, and the the two killers, like you mentioned already, the fumble right after they caused a turnover on the very next play, gave Lindsley the ball and uh, the second opportunity to score, and then the blocked extra point on Steubenville's fourth touchdown. And that, that really is those two points of uh, non-execution where DiLorenzo was a person that blocked the point after touchdown that uh, sealed the victory for Lindsley. So I agree with you, Doc. They hung in there, and they did enough things and got a couple bounces, and they won. Pretty impressive after the, the victory at Fort Fry um, last week. And next week, or no, they're off this week, and next week they host Dover. So it doesn't get any easier. 
because there's a great steakhouse outside of Strasburg uh, called Mel Cut, so I want to see Coach Warner always raves about it. I think that game's at West Liberty, Doc. Oh, it is? I think, yes. Now, uh, there I'll try have to get another time. The other thing is, Lindner's Big Red had two personal fouls on special teams, very unlike uh, uh, Arena coach teams, and gave, uh, which would have been great field position, to um, uh, Lind- or Big Red's. Lindsley got the advantage, and I believe one they capitalized for a touchdown after um, uh, Big Red had scored to take the lead, if I'm not correct. But, um, In the yeah. paper, I believe it said what they had four penalties for first downs that were taken away. First downs were taken away for Big Red, due penalty, and a 40 yard touchdown run. Right. And, yeah. right. They had a great run, and a hold was called back. And listen, I am not, I want to make it very clear, and I'm sure Coach Sakoch would agree. I'm not saying Big Red's lost it, but I'm going to tell you something. Lindsley won that game. I mean, maybe they played five times. Big Red's played Doc. four. Uh, but uh, any any you, any sense, Doc? That not and you know Reno wouldn't. You know staff wouldn't. Were the players a little bit on a you know hangover? Or maybe that uh, from, from the that big victory against Park the week before. Well, I, that was gonna, that's a great point, uh, Mike. Um, by the way, I saw Buddy Gulan up there. Okay. Uh, How's but, Mike doing? Uh, no, his brother. Oh, Rich. Yeah, yeah. Rich, Rich was a yeah. great He was a great yeah. football player for the, the Crusaders yeah. back so, in the uh, early 80s. I think there was a little bit of that. The couple, think about this, maybe a little hungover, but on your opening drive, you stop Lindsley, you get it, and you go down 7 nothing. And I wonder, at that point in time, saying, well, we got this. Yeah, that uh, happens. They, they were down, yeah, they were down 14, 13 at half. Um, you know, I'm sure what that locker room was like, but I was watching the fans, watching the players. There was no there was no uh, panic in Big Reds at all, nor would you expect them to be. Uh, but uh, And I really expected a second-half um, dominance when they were going to just pound them down the middle and maybe just, you know, run it. And they did get a lot of yards between, I guess, the 20s, you'd call it. Uh, but no, it was uh, it was quite impressed. I was very very impressed with Lindsley, and uh, you know, Big Red's big and they're strong uh, and good. But you know, it was one of those nights. And hats off to Coach DePew. Who would have who would have thought it? It's their first victory in ten tries. They're eight. Stuber was eight one and one against Lindsley. No kidding. Yeah. Wow. So, All right, we'll go to your game, Ross. Yeah, last night on WKKX and WVOY, uh, myself, Coach uh, Mark Harneman, Coach Bob Traveri, got to do OVAC rivalry series game between uh, visiting Belair and homestanding St. Clairsville. Uh, St. Clairsville came away with the victory 33-14. to And really it was a story of um, dominance on the offensive front by St. Clairsville. In the first possession of the game, 17 plays, 84 yards, uh, no pass completions at all. It was all on the ground. Punched it in. And then Bel Air made an adjustment and played tough D the rest of the first half. Uh, they were down 7 nothing late in the second quarter. Ray Ray Pettigrew picked off a Vera pass and brought it back. I think it was 50-some yards for a touchdown. Tied it up at 7 at the half. And then, like clockworks, uh, St. Clairsville had the ball as first in the second half. They reeled off another no pass, 80-yard drive. <laughs> To go ahead, school. Love it. go ahead, and then on the ensuing uh, uh, possession by Belair, 
Jaswiak for St. Clairsville crushed uh, Hetherington as he started the throw and caused a fumble. <coughs> St. Clairsville um, capitalized by uh, deep in Belair territory by scoring. And then Belair, credit to them, came right back, brought the score to 19-14 to on a 30-yard touchdown on a long touchdown drive of their own. But then on the return kickoff, Junior Cole Thoburn caught a, one of the squibbers that they were uh, doing on the kickoff and brought it back 80 yards for a touchdown, pretty much nullified uh, the Big Reds' momentum and led uh, St. Clairsville to their big win. They have won you know, nine I, straight in this rivalry now, Doc, wow. nine straight. Wow. You know, I wasn't there, you were, but it was funny. I was getting updates, and when I saw that 1914 and then I got the text, uh, uh, St. Clairsville ran back, I had a feeling that might break their back momentum-wise, and uh, you kind of just said the same thing. Yeah, it, it was a difference maker. We actually gave that the play of the game uh, between the three of us. We were unanimous. It was a great return. They weren't kicking it deep all night, uh, I guess, because this young man, he's um, done some damage Thoburn has during the year on return game. He took it from, like, the left hash, got up to around the 35, and then he's just shot out of a cannon, and it was a foot race, and he won. <laughs> all right. So. I got uh, my buddy John Longwell with the intel. He's going to rattle off. Give me the next game down here somewhere. Yeah, yeah let's go. Here. All these are blowouts. All right. Just, mean, let's go Wheeling Central Mountain View. Yeah, not much there. 53-9. I don't think anything was expected. Any comments or any insight to that game? It was 47-0 in the first quarter, I believe. (laughs) Is that what it was? Wow. (laughs) So that was a long trip for Central. I hope they spent the night (laughs) down there. That's in Welch, West Virginia, isn't it? That's where um, Steve Harvey's from. Score 47 in the first quarter. It's worth traveling anywhere for. (laughs) <laughs> and, uh, for what it's worth, uh, Beaver 65, or no, wait a minute. Did we lose you, Doc? I think we lost, we lost them again. Beaver playing East Liverpool? Is that who they had? Uh, let's go to, I'll go to score stream and, and pull up some scores. Okay. I, uh, a gr- I, I know that uh, Indian up, up our way, Indian Creek was down at Ferry last night. Okay, on the West Virginia side last night, Bridgeport, trip away now for a couple of years, beat number one and previously unbeaten Parkersburg South 28-20. to 20. Wow. Bridgeport's the school that runs that Neanderthal wing. Yeah. It's a, it's, they said it's a wing tee. It's not a tee. Yeah. They've got a, one guy, they've got – Unbalanced to the left side, tight end on the right side, a wing behind the tight end, nobody behind. Or actually, it's a guard. No, it's two tight ends. A guard, or the quarterback is, lines up behind the guard, and then there's a wingman to his right, and two guys in the backfield, and no wide receivers ever. Wow. And they beat uh, number one Parkersburg South last night. So kudos to them. Brooke uh, broke a two-game losing skid and beat Marietta down in Marietta, 14 to seven. Uh, University all over Buchanan, Upshur 49-7. to Wheeling Park with a big victory over um, usually a very tough opponent. Um, the Patriots 34 and Morgantown 14. I saw some highlights. Good to Brett, see Park bounce back. Yeah, Phillips went that. off last yeah. night, I think. Um, I'll see if I can pull down some stats later. We mentioned Central and Mount View. Big victory there. Wahama continued the woes for Magnolia, 74 to nothing. Uh, let's keep scrolling down. Uh, 
One of the close games, previously unbeaten, and Union Local, Union Local fell to Cambridge 35-33. to And then you mentioned the Martins Ferry uh, Indian Creek game. I think it was 21-20. This thing says 26-21. I'm not real sure about that. I think wow. we got Doc calling back in. Caldwell 54, Buckeye Local nothing. Bridgeport Bulldogs 54, Bellsville 14. River Beach, Shadyside 41-7. to Um... And let's see, Cameron, they whomped up on Weirton Madonna last night, but I can't find the score. 46-8. to eight. Let me get this call from Don. Mm, Madonna was riding high after that uh, victory uh, last week over, over the Crusaders of Steubenville Catholic Central. But uh, evidently they didn't uh, – they weren't ready to uh, – to get back on the victory train this this week, so uh, hopefully they'll turn it around again next week. Sorry, guys, uh, no. I don't know why I lost bars in Zanesville. Have you guys talked about Parks Morgantown? Just for a second. We just gave the score. Uh, okay. Um, of course, they had a rough game last week with Big Red, and like you pointed out, uh, I how good do you think Parks is with regard to the state of West Virginia, Ross? Well, I think Park's probably good enough. They're going to make the playoffs. They might even get a home game if they, depending on how the rest of the schedule goes. Um, and they could possibly win a first-round game, but I don't see them ever going past that. No way. Uh, okay. Shadyside, of course, is the game of the week against their arch-rival River at Hannibal. Uh, you know, I don't know why it was the game of the week. On what, what was the score of that game? When I left, it was when I stopped looking. It was twenty-seven-seven okay. uh, in the third. I don't know what it ended up. Are you saying that was on? Was, are you saying that was the t- uh, Friday night light game? I think so. No, no, it was uh, it was Bel Air or St. Clairsville because they were right beside us. All right. Okay. So I don't know. Somebody had that wrong. But, what, uh, what is Shady Side? I, one and six now, or the one and one and six. One and six. six. Yeah. yeah. Do you see the score there? Forty-one-seven. Forty-one-seven. So. You know, I don't think anybody expected any different. Shady Side might have a shot at another uh, 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 win this year with Monroe. Uh, Bridgeport beat Bellsville pretty handily, so I don't know how they'll do with Bridgeport. But uh, Caleb Isley and the River Pilots are definitely for real. In fact, Caleb happened to stop by the tailgate with some friends of mine from down that way in Monroe County last week. Very nice young man. Of course, we had his older brother Lucas on uh, last year, but River, I think, is a, is a real deal. I don't know about you guys. Who did, they, they, they were on the game of the week a couple weeks ago, and they really they throttled somebody. Um, I can't remember yeah, who it was. I think they put up they put up sixty against somebody a couple weeks ago. It, it was a home I, game, uh, and I, I don't remember who it was now, but they they looked uh, good and won that game handily. I uh, know we're coming to the bottom of the hour. Uh, I want to tell uh, next next week, um, Mark Delbert should be calling in. He has the Pine Room po- podcast, and I guess we're going to do a joint type of show from his facility. Um, and uh, he'll, hopefully he'll be calling in at some point to discuss uh, what this is all about. Ross, I, I'm, sure, I'm assuming you're aware of uh, Delbert's long uh well, this Pine Root podcast, which is really kind of a hot item, I hope you are. Um, I don't know how many days. I don't know how many days it's broadcast. I know on Mondays, I think they have an hour from two to three. Um, beyond that, I don't know if they're doing any more because I'm working at that well, time. So, 
I'm not. Yeah, I know we'll be doing it up there, and Mike, I'll give you uh, directions. Uh, it should be a lot of fun to have a cast of characters, but it's most, it'll still be our format that we want to have on as guests. Okay. Uh, but with that being said, when we come back, I will discuss Tua. Obviously, college football and NFL, Brown Steelers, Bengals win Thursday night, obviously, at the expense of Tua. Um, and uh, we can go to break, and we'll see you guys in a little bit. Okay. Resale value brand according to Kelly Blue Books KBB.com. So stop waiting and check out a new Camry available with all wheel drive and a 24 valve V6 engine delivering an impressive 301 horsepower. Or check out a stylish Venza with an all hybrid powertrain and 40 miles per gallon. Visit buyatoyota.com and reserve yours today. Toyota, let's go places. A serious injury from an accident can be just the start of your worries. What if you cannot return to work? How do you take care of your family if you're disabled? At Gellner Law Offices, we represent seriously injured people and understand their problem. We know how to get you fair compensation. We will work hard to make sure you get the money you deserve for your losses. Don't go it alone. If you're hurt in an accident, call us at 304-242-2900 or visit us at gellnerlaw.com. We'd like to help. you have ever wanted to get in shape and get all the physical and mental sharpness that comes along with boxing training, now you can do it in a safe, clean, and supervised location with an experienced boxing trainer. Team Terra Fitness from Morristown, Ohio is offering boxing training now. If you are interested, you can contact me. James T.U. will arrange a free introductory session. You can reach me at 412-298-9805 or Send me an email to James T.U. Lawyer. That's James T.I.U. Lawyer at gmail.com. Attorney Tom McIntyre. Life. It may knock you down, but you don't have to stay that way. I'm Tom McIntyre. I'm a bankruptcy attorney, and I'm here to help you. Give us a call, and we'll send you a copy of my free book, When Bad Things Happen to Good People. It's an interesting read and it'll explain bankruptcy to you like no other book does. Give us a call. We're here to help. Call Thomas E. McIntyre and Associates at 304-232-8600. Allow us to help put you back on the road to financial success. You have ever wanted to get in shape and get all the physical and mental sharpness that comes along with boxing training now you can do it in a safe, clean, and supervised location with an experienced boxing trainer. Team Terra Fitness from Morristown, Ohio is offering boxing training now. 
If you are interested, you can contact me, James T.U. We'll arrange a free introductory session. You can reach me at 412-298-9805 or send me an email to James T.U. Lawyer. That's James T.I.U. Lawyer at gmail.com. Hey, I'm going to the kitchen. Can I grab you a Coors Light? Yeah, that sounds good. Huh. I never knew there was a zip line in my fridge. Hey! Hey, hey buddy! Yeah! You got two Coors Lights up there? You got it! Always brewed down to 34 degrees. With a taste as cold as the Rockies, only Coors Light gives you refreshment every time. Here you go. Two Coors Lights. Awesome, man. Wow, these are really cold. That's the only way I deliver it. Sure. I mean, you being a mountain climber and all? Yep. You probably need a pretty warm coat in there, huh? Yep. Hey, Ben! Yeah! Ask him if he has any nachos! Um, you got any nachos in there? No. Just icy cold Coors Light? Yep. That makes sense. It is the Rockies. Coors Light, the world's most refreshing beer. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. With great beer comes great responsibility. Insulate and fill gaps in your home with Menard's wide selection of foam sealants. Great stuff gaps and cracks, expands to form permanent weather-tight seals to minimize drafts and insect infestation. It bonds to wood, drywall, metal, masonry, glass, and most plastics. Come into Menard's today and save 11% on great stuff. Foam sealants. Good through October 2nd. Savings are a mail-in rebate. Some exclusions apply. See store for details. Save big money. What you do today determines your future, which is why it's important to choose a company you can trust. With our expert knowledge in accounting, insurance, financial solutions, and now creative services, we will put you on the path to success. Choose the Glessner Group. A cool and rainy weekend in store. Hello, everyone from The Watchdog. I'm Darnell Foster. With rain showers on and off for your Saturday, it's a cool day with highs in the lower 50s for daytime highs, with a low of only 50 degrees under mostly cloudy skies and scattered showers through the overnight. We'll probably see some early showers for your Sunday, otherwise mostly cloudy and temperatures in the low 60s for daytime highs. Have yourself a great day, everyone. From the Watchdog, I'm Darnell Foster. The views and opinions expressed on the following program are not necessarily those of this station or its sponsors. up your cleats it's time for the saturday morning sports huddle brought to you by paul harris at harris law offices in wheeling we can hear you great i wasn't sure it went over the first time because uh 
the pod that I have to have turned off so no echo comes from there. <laughs> I was anyway. We're playing it twice. How about that? How, how about that? This is metal mania. As Rick Neuheisel says on his show, get yourself together. Welcome to the uh, second. Uh, uh, that's what his old coach at UCLA, Homer Jones, used to tell him when he was quarterback. Neuheisel, get yourself together. Uh, anyways. Uh, that obviously was twice lit up by Buck Cherry, uh, a real rock and roller who loves the cocaine. Uh, we got Mike Florak, Stunner uh, Johnston. Uh, <laughs> let's get the big ugly elephant out of the room, as uh, Coach Florak alluded to. Um, and then we'll get on a little football. Obviously, anybody um, that watched the Dolphin game on Sunday, uh, did anybody watch the Dolphin game on Sunday? I did not, but I saw the highlights. Me too. The highlights. All right, it was a little ugly. I was watching it with Ian. He did some. He couldn't get up. He couldn't walk. Obviously, a concussion. And I do appreciate that everybody stayed at the Holiday Inn Thursday night and got their medical diplomas awarded to them <laughs> in the morning with their with their coffee and uh, breakfast. Your continental uh, breakfast, including the analysts uh, from the game that night. Oh. Right. And uh, then you have the incident on Sunday, four days. It was very ugly. He had what we call um, their types of posturing called decerebrate and decorticate. Uh, they have a sports name for it. I can't think of what it's called. Um, uh, but anyways, uh, I believe he had uh, corticate, uh, decerebrate posturing on appearance, which is a very scary thing. You could see it with people having strokes and whatnot, head injury. Uh, very scary. So the outrage was why was he allowed to play on four days rest, which I agree with. Now, here's the X factor that nobody's talking about, and I don't think the Miami Dolphins have any rogue concussion protocol or physicians, and he was examined not only by them, by an independent physician, and passed all the concussion protocols, which are, you know, are extremely strict. Now we've seen the movies. If you have just, a, I mean, the, the movie concussion, and if you have just a little bit of dizziness or whatever, they're holding you out. Uh, obviously, Tua passed all this, and they viewed it as more of a neck injury from Sunday, okay? The X factor is Tua, all right? He's of the uh, Samoan culture, which is tough. We can talk about Manti Teo. We can talk, talk about Troy Palomalu. If Tua is not telling the truth when the doctor says, are you having any headaches? Are you having neck pain? And we don't know this. No, doc. No, doc. And he passes the examination. And even the independent doctor, you know, and if Tua is not telling them about a twinge he has or a headache he woke up with, it makes it very, very difficult for a physician, sports medicine, neurologist, neurosurgeon, and we could talk to Dr. Bales next week, who will be on, um, to make that diagnosis if he passes the physical exam on the cervical spine and the concussion protocol. Now, I want to reiterate, he could pass every protocol, you know, every Spartan protocol that they have. But if, if he tells the doc, look, I know I'm doing good, but I, I woke up dizzy this morning or my eyes blurred for a minute, I feel like I'm okay, he's out. Okay, the doctor is not playing him on Thursday. Uh, so I'm not saying we're beholding to testing common sense, but the kid's got to complain a little bit if he passes his test. And I'm not saying, uh, but knowing Tua, knowing 
uh, that rib shot or the hip shattering injury out at Alabama, uh, which I talked about and felt he needed to sit out a year in the NFL uh, or at least half the season, which he didn't do. Uh, he's a tough kid, and that makes it tough on all of us. And when I do um, high school exams for kids that have knee injuries and their physical exams or concussions, you know, I immediately throw them in a concussion protocol, but then I quiz them up and down. And when a kid just wants to play, and he says, I'm fine, I don't have any of it. Are they telling the truth or are they, you know, or not? And I, I think you, you get my point. My yeah, that's a, that's a great ball. point, Doc. Yeah, you, yeah. you, you can know, only. You probably have pictures. Yeah. You know their arms are sore. Right. Oh, all the time. All the time. And they didn't want to come out. Well, and that's, that's part of sport. You know, play hard, be tough, uh, fight your way through it. Those are lessons that we, we learn. We, uh, now it seems. There's more at risk. There's more money. It seems like the injuries are, are uh, can can be more devastating at times. I just wonder. Like I spent some time with with uh, our friend John Butchergrass yesterday, and of course he and I were talking about it. You know, John's not a doctor. He's a very smart guy, but you know he's seen a lot. His career is a sportscaster, and we both almost at the same time said you. you you can't help but wonder if there's some underlying undiagnosed condition that he may have. What are your thoughts as a, you know, just as a doctor? Well, I know it's not your specialty, but what well, are your thoughts about that diminish, possibility? Don't don't diminish Butcher Gross just because he's your friend. Uh, he's <laughs> yeah, that's that's the one poor decision he made was was being my friend. Uh, yeah. <laughs> hey, no, you bring up a good point, and Ross, I think this was before you did the show, but when that year Sidney Crosby. Uh, and I'm not saying I'm a genius, and I'm certainly not. He couldn't come back, concussion, concussion dizziness. I commented uh, on the show several times. I said, somebody needs to look at that kid's cervical spine. Uh-huh. They're all focused on this dizziness. Right. And sure enough, like right after, I got calls. How'd you know? I didn't know because you've got to get your hands on the patient. But they MRI'd his cervical spine, and here that turned out to be the problem. That was the problem. He had a yeah. And same and thing with, like, Jim... Jim McMahon, too, also had that problem for a long, long time before he finally got cleared up by, by a chiropractor, yeah. I think. Yeah, I'm sorry. Right. I didn't mean to interrupt. Go ahead. No, you're good. And, uh, you know, uh, I can't wait to have Dr. Bales on. But, you know, he may have – he may – I'm sure there – I know he spent a night in Cincinnati. The question I would have clinically, did they MRI his neck between Sunday and Thursday? Because uh, sometimes you could see a spasm there. That plain X-rays and um, a physical exam may not cover, and I'm not saying he blew out a disc or anything, but sometimes there's a spasm, something strange, uh, and that's what uh, I'd like to know. I know they MRI'd everything uh, in Cincinnati, and ironically, that's where um, Shazier, remember, was down there. Yeah, he, he Ryan Shazier tweeted out that you know two is in the in the best care possible. He did he did right. tweet that, so uh, everybody's I, I talking agree. about it. I agree. It was gruesome. Uh, I didn't like the way on Sunday that he was getting up. He, he was he was staggering around like a punch drunk fighter. Okay, if yeah, that, that was odd. That that was very right. uh, out right. of the ordinary. As we know in fights, though, when that happens and a guy makes his feet and he gets a standing eight count, the referee looks in his eyes, asks the question, Jeff, and they go on and they cover right. up and try to get to the end of the round yes. where they can recover for a minute. So, um, I, I, you know, but that's football, and, you know, yeah, he's not going out in the next round and getting punched, but football's a pretty rough game. You know, and, and I would have thought it would have behooved them 
to maybe have them sit out a series or two Sunday. Well, you know? for sure, at the least. And and if you look at the the tackle, he got thrown to the ground kind of hard, but it, it looked like right. the contact as far as his head with the turf was – I don't, I don't want to say innocuous, but I mean it was what you see a lot worse often, and it could. I don't know if it's like, like we're speculating about the the spine, the spinal issues. Maybe there's a there, there was a whiplash issue. That's, I, what, you know, that's the spasm. Yeah, that's the spasm I'm yeah. talking about. Okay. And you okay. Can, plain X-rays can show that sometimes, but sometimes you got to go right to an MRI. Yeah. Uh, so um, I'll be curious, and again, we'll have Doctor Bales. Uh, we can, like you said, speculate all we want. Uh, certainly, he's got a mountain of experience, and I'm excited. I called him right away, and he said, yeah, he'll do 9.35 next week, and uh, he's got a plane to catch at 11, so he's always been a great friend of the show. But I tell you, we got about 10 minutes, 12 minutes here. Why don't we do our teams, uh, throw a little Notre Dame in, of course, but Ohio State and WVU, and we'll start with WVU, who looked impressive against a mediocre um, uh, Virginia Tech uh, team we talked about last week with JT Daniels. I've always liked him. I think he's a winner. But they were going down to Texas, to Arlington, uh, an eight-and-a-half-point dog against a team who got snake bit at Texas Tech. Yeah, they're going like The Horns are going to be Ross, angry. Right. And, Ross, what are your thoughts on this? A lot of people like West Virginia to cover the spread. What do you think? Uh, I think – I definitely think they can cover the spread. Um, it just depends on how their defense plays against Texas's offense, in my opinion, in this game. If they if it gets into a track meet, it's not the kind of game, really, even though West Virginia's offense is great, that they want to be in. I think that we're looking at maybe a 35-28 type game, and um, I think maybe West Virginia might need a couple breaks to pull it out. But you have to remember, I think it was four years ago, Will Greer went down there with the Mountaineers and pulled off that last second victory on the, on the deep pass. So it's entirely possible. Um, I don't think Texas will be hung over and I look for it to be the poorest officiated game of the year for the Mountaineers. You know what I'm worried about? You know what I'm really worried about in that game? What? Well, you know, West Virginia fans, they can be unruly. And I'm really worried they're going to do the downward hook and horns, and it's going to hurt the poor Longhorn's feelings. And, <laughs> and the referees are going to put a 15-yard penalty because the tough Texas Longhorns, they don't want to hook them horns down. It, it's offensive. It is offensive. Yeah, well, yeah, and all the four-letter words that are going on during the game and in the locker room, that's not offensive. No, it's not. Jesus, give me a break. I just I want to say like uh, I I didn't see the game last week, but I, I we we were down at the game. We decided to take a ride down and go see the Towson game, and of course that was that was virtually a scrimmage. So, uh, but but I do really like some of the pieces of WBU's uh, team, and I think if uh, I like the quarterback, uh, they found yep. themselves. Uh, I think their their running game's good. They have a couple solid running backs. Uh, Donaldson emerged as uh, somebody I don't think they were counting on. They have a couple good receivers. Yeah. Defensively, their defensive backfield looks okay. They have two pretty good defensive ends. Um, I, I think if that offensive line can gel and they can put up some points, they could they, they can make some noise here. I mean, I think they can finish uh, with a good season. I'm rooting for uh, 
uh, for Coach Brown to uh, to get it together here because the word is that, that he's, he's very well liked and he's doing all the things. And when we had uh, Rob Yakini on uh, a few weeks back, remember, we, he talked about how he was doing such a great job of embracing the alumni and the tradition of WDU football. So, right. So I I, I, th- I think they have a chance to, to finish uh, strong here. They have to win either this game or the Baylor game. Baylor right. game's yeah, next. Gonna they got to win one of these two, if, yeah. in my opinion, if they're going to have a successful season. Point, Texas yeah. Tech is no is no slouch. I, I mean, I, I think Kansas State and Iowa State are winnable games. So they got to win too, Rob. Yeah, I agree. And it'll be interesting as the Big 12 goes on to continue following Kansas. What's going on with them? Yeah. Big surprise. And, uh, that, that is, I don't want to get off point, but that was disgusting in that Kansas, this porno, strength of schedule is like 25th or 38th. They're not even ranked. And they're not. Ragging on the team up north, but they're 3-0 and with 170th porno strength of schedule. And this is the problem with three, and they're ranked fourth. This is the problem with preseason polls. Kansas could run the table, which we know they're not, but they're going to have to scratch just to get into the top ten and uh, because of stuff like this. And they're 4-0, and Minnesota's 4-0 with a tougher percent straight. There's several examples of this that, aren't, that weren't even ranked. Um, uh, UCLA probably will be ranked now after last night, and um, I can't think of the other one. But real quickly, I don't want to spend a lot of time on Ohio State because they have Rutgers. But as you know, I was at the Wisconsin game, and I don't know how much you watched it. And Wisconsin's not the Wisconsin, but they're a 9-3, and 8-4 and four team at worst. But uh, did you watch them? I mean, Ohio State is so much fun, and they got so many weapons now, even without Smith and Jigba, who's their best receiver. But they unleashed the tight end, two running backs, wide receivers, walk-ons coming on. I mean, if, even if you're not a fan, you have to appreciate it. You have to appreciate it. I mean, skill player-wise, there's nobody in the country that's as good as them, I don't think. I really do not think. Are they as good on the on the offensive and defensive fronts and the second line of the defense? I'm not really sure as Alabama or Georgia. I mean, I think Georgia probably has the best defense in the country. I State, State has it. On defense, though, their linebacking core is They're better. Really there's no doubt yeah, they're better. Strong. Uh, I think is it how do you say his last name is it Eichenberger? Eichenberg. He he. I think he's leading the country in tackles. Didn't his dad play offensive line for Notre Dame? Is that right? Yeah, I, I think I, so. I wasn't sure. I haven't really zeroed yeah. in on anybody yeah. this year, but um, uh, I think Ohio State's got a real chance. Um, yeah, they're uh, they're going to be there. They're very so talented, and uh, it's all set up for them. Definitely on offense, I think they're the best in the country. Yeah, yeah. There's no doubt there. You know, your points are great about Eichen. Eichenberg. Eichenberg. He was very maligned, and um, uh, and he was out of position, but that's on coaching. And now we're seeing what he can do. Humble kid. I'm very excited about him. The 4-2-5 of Coach Knowles is tremendous. Um, And uh, we'll move on real quickly uh, with a few minutes left. The Notre Dame, uh, I love them, and I took them against North Carolina last week. Uh, Coach Florak, Ross, I know you're Notre Dame fans. What are your thoughts? I thought they were they were going to manhandle uh, North Carolina last week. Uh, they've done it in the past. Uh, they just hang. Carolina hangs in there for a couple quarters, and it seems like the offensive line, defensive lines of the Irish have always taken over. The one thing I didn't like last week was there was sloppy play in the fourth quarter that kind of let Carolina back into it. But a, a 12-point 
victory on the road against a Power 5 opponent yeah, is a 12-point victory. That's, I mean. that's what it is, and they got up early. And part of, uh, you know, I've talked before about Marcus Freeman being new, uh, a new head coach, and it's a different animal. You can be, you know all the football that you want, you know all the whatever sport it is. As an assistant, that's great. It's the X's and O's and the players and that kind of thing, the technique and the strategies that matter. But when you throw in managing officials, playing time, injuries, doctors, trainers, all that kind of stuff, dealing with the media, the head coach has to really be aware of so many more things. One of those things is how to play with the lead and how to finish. So as a, as a young coach, Marcus Freeman, I think, learned about finishing. You know, they, they could have really possibly throttled uh, yeah, uh, North Carolina. It could have easily been yeah. three touchdowns. Yeah, I think you see the, the difference between Mac Brown, who's been at this for 35 or 40 whatever years that he's been a, a head coach, and, uh, and, a, and a new head coach who may uh, be learning how to finish. And that's, that's going to be an issue for the rest that's, of the That's year. a good point, Mike. Um, thank you. Well, you could also see Drew Pine, the uh, second-string quarterback that's been called into the starting role. You could see him; his confidence grow as the game went on. The running backs look good. The wide receivers are getting a little, be a little bit better, a little bit stronger. So we'll see what happens. They're on a bye week this week, and then next yeah. week they play BYU in Las Vegas. Yeah, that'll be a good test. Yeah, it'll be a good game. Yep, yep. We'll see how far they've come. I think that'll be critical for them to catch their breath a little bit too, and and reassess some things. So, so big day. We, know, we about ready to go to break here. All right, here about a minute. We got like a minute and a half. Yeah, we lost him. He's off the phone line. We've just been joined uh, again by our great friend, the venerable Doug Huff. 90 uh, seconds to the music. Always, always great to see you here, Doug. And um, we've got a number of things that we can talk about. We've been talking about two a little bit, uh, talking a little bit about high school football. I just got a message uh, from my buddy Matt Morrison, who's the principal over at uh, Edison High School, talking about them uh, with their big victory. Is he a shady East side Liverpool, grad? East Liverpool last night. Matt Moore? No, no Matt Moe was a um, uh, uh, big red. Big red. He's oh, a big okay. red guy. Yeah. yeah big so, red. Uh, but, uh, yeah, they had a big – Edison's uh, off to – uh, they're, they're another team in the Valley <laughs> to watch that's off to a really, really good start. So, uh, we'll be rooting for them and um, – seeing how they progress the rest of the season. So um, a lot of stuff to talk about as we come back. We'll get Doc back on the line. And, Ross, is, who, who are you taking us out to? What, do we, what, what, what tune do we have here? Doug came in. I think Doug, Doug look, is looking like he wants some more disco. It's great white rock, me. Uh, okay. All right. We're, we're, he's been putting a pedal to the metal here, Doug. So it's been a, it's been a heavy metal Saturday. So oh, my. What else can you going to do on a rainy day, right? <laughs> right. This must have an intro. It does. That's all right. We're actually early.
AM 1600 WKKX Wheeling, FM 97.7, AM 1370 WVLY Moundsville. From ABC News. I'm Brian Clark. Over 1.2 million power outages persist in Florida after Hurricane Ian, and crews from around the country are on the scene trying to help people get their power back. Saw some gators. You know, we're from Michigan. We don't see that too often. That was nice. The thrill of turning electric on for people. They, they come out. I've had people crying. They give you hugs. But authorities say some infrastructure is going to need to be rebuilt in some of the hardest hit areas. ABC's Justin Finch is in Venice. One official saying 90% of Fort Myers Beach is pretty much gone, ravaged by record storm surge. The president vowing the federal government will cover the cleanup costs and speaking with Florida's Governor DeSantis. In times like these, Americans come together. Though less intense, Ian is forecast to bring days of rain to the Northeast and the Mid-Atlantic. Ukrainian officials say 20 people were killed in a Russian strike on a humanitarian convoy. ABC's Tom Sufi Burge is in Ukraine with more on the newest escalations. Just one day after Putin's formal move to illegally annex four occupied regions in Ukraine, the White House denouncing the illegal land grab and announcing new sanctions in response. He can't seize his neighbor's territory and get away with it. It's as simple as that. President Zelensky responding to the news by formally applying to fast-track NATO membership, saying he is ready to talk to Russia when Russia has a new president. Observers concerned by Vladimir Putin's reference to the U.S. use of nuclear weapons in World War II as potentially making a case for Russia to use them on the battlefield. National Security Advisor Jake Sullivan said, We do not presently see indications about the imminent use of nuclear weapons. We're, of course, monitoring that carefully and staying in close consultation with allies and partners. Wall Street capped a miserable month on Friday. It was the worst month for the S&P 500 since March of 2020. You're listening to ABC News. Attention all business owners who rent or lease space, including storage space. Stop wasting your money paying someone else for your space. You can now save a ton of money and own your own building with the incredible sale prices from General Steel. That's right. Start saving money every month on renting space from others. Just call 877-25-STEEL to see how General Steel can help you save money. Our 50-year structural warranty buildings are custom designed for your needs and save you a ton of money. Call 877-25-STEEL. Take it from a successful entrepreneur. If you need to expand or start a new business, you need General Steel. Great team and the competitive pricing is the reason I went with General Steel. Call 877-25-STEEL now and you can get any of our popular quick construction structures including a 40 by 60 foot building or a 50 by 100 clear span building fast and easy. Call 877-25-STEEL. That's 877-257-8335. 877-25-STEEL. Abortion, a major topic at the debate in Texas between the two main contenders running for governor. Challenger Beto O'Rourke, a Democrat, faced criticism from Governor Greg Abbott over his stance on abortion. He's even against providing medical care for a baby who survives an abortion. He's for unlimited abortion at taxpayer expense. That's not true. It's completely a lie. Um, I never said that. 
That debate was broadcast on News Nation. The governor of California taking action to try to bring down the cost of gasoline. The governor's announcement directly contradicts his own goals for reducing climate pollutants. But the average cost of a gallon of gasoline was over $6 in California Friday, far above the national average of $3.80, according to the AAA. The Democratic governor wants state lawmakers to pass a new tax on oil company profits and return the money to California taxpayers. Republicans say Newsom should suspend the state gas tax. Major oil companies saw record profits this summer and the price of crude oil dropped for months since. Chuck Sievertson, ABC News. In order to increase supply and bring down costs, the Governor Gavin Newsom's allowing the winter blend of gasoline, which is more polluting, to be blended earlier this year. Today, the University of Mississippi is honoring James Meredith at the school's football game today, marking 60 years since he enrolled as the first black student that led to violence on campus. The now 89-year-old Meredith spoke to the school's football team Thursday. This is ABC News. I absolutely love my dog, but the constant shedding, not so much. But then I got a Swiffer Sweeper pet kit, and it is amazing. These super thick cloths pick up a crazy amount of hair. Just look at all that. And that was from just one swipe. And the best part? Sweeper's so much easier to maneuver than a broom or a vacuum, easily getting around chairs and under the couch. You're right. Now I can focus on you, not your shedding. Swiffer Sweeper pet kit. Because shed happens. Brian Clark, ABC News. Insulate and fill gaps in your home with Menard's wide selection of foam sealants. Great stuff gaps and cracks, expands to form permanent weather-tight seals to minimize drafts and insect infestation. It bonds to wood, drywall, metal, masonry, glass, and most plastics. Come into Menard's today and save 11% on great stuff. Foam sealants. Good through October 2nd. Savings are mail-in rebate. Some exclusions apply. See store for details. Save big money at Menards. Over the years, you've brought opioids into your home. They helped when you were in pain, and you held on to them just in case. But holding on to opioids puts your family at risk. Learn more at www.fda.gov slash drug disposal. Once again, Toyota is the best resale value brand according to Kelly Blue Book's KBB.com. So stop waiting and check out a new Camry available with all-wheel drive and a 24-valve V6 engine delivering an impressive 301 horsepower. Or check out a stylish Venza with an all-hybrid powertrain and 40 miles per gallon. Visit buyatoyota.com and reserve yours today. Toyota, let's go places. A serious injury from an accident can be just the start of your worries. What if you cannot return to work? How do you take care of your family if you're disabled? At Gellner Law Offices, we represent seriously injured people and understand their problem. We know how to get you fair compensation. We will work hard to make sure you get the money you deserve for your losses. Don't go it alone. If you're hurt in an accident, call us at 304-242-2900 or visit us at gellnerlaw.com. We'd like to help. If you have ever wanted to get in shape and get all the physical and mental sharpness that comes along with boxing training, now you can do it in a safe, clean, and supervised location with an experienced boxing trainer. Team Terra Fitness from Morristown, Ohio is offering boxing training now. If you are interested, you can contact me, James T.U. will arrange a free introductory session. You can reach me at 412-298-2000. 
1-800-985-9805 or send me an email to James T.U. Lawyer. That's James T.I.U. Lawyer at gmail.com. Hey, I'm going to the kitchen. Can I grab you a Coors Light? Yeah, that sounds good. Huh. I never knew there was a zip line in my fridge. Hey! Hey! Hey, buddy! Hey, buddy. Yeah! You got two Coors Lights up there? You got it! Always brewed down to 34 degrees. With a taste as cold as the Rockies, only Coors Light gives you refreshment every time. Here you go. Two Coors Lights. Awesome, man. Wow, these are really cold. That's the only way I deliver it. Sure. I mean, you being a mountain climber and all? Yep. You probably need a pretty warm coat in there, huh? Yep. Hey, Ben! Yeah! Ask him if he has any nachos! Um, you got any nachos in there? No. Just icy cold Coors Light? Yep. That makes sense. It is the Rockies. Coors Light, the world's most refreshing beer. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. With great beer comes great responsibility. Hey, high school football fans, if you want to see where your team ranks every week, check out the Thornhill Auto Group Power Rankings at WVMetroNews.com. Every Sunday evening, we will update the football power ranking. To find out where your favorite team ranks, go to WVMetroNews.com. Click on the High School Sports tab and then High School Football Power Rankings. The 2022 Metro News Power Rankings presented by Thornhill Auto Group. The road to total savings starts with Thornhill. Visit them on the Thornhill Motor Mile. Hey, we're Belmont Savings Bank, and this is banking made easy. I'm talking high value, big solutions. We have teams ready at every location to help you set up new accounts, or better yet, bring over an existing account from another bank. It's fast, it's simple, and with Kasasa Cash Back, we can even pay you money into your checking account, depending on how you use that account. Some restrictions apply. We're Belmont Savings Bank. How may we help you today? A cool and rainy weekend in store. Hello, everyone. From the Watchdog, I'm Darnell Foster. With rain showers on and off for your Saturday, it's a cool day with highs in the lower 50s for daytime highs with a low of only 50 degrees under mostly cloudy skies and scattered showers through the overnight. We'll probably see some early showers for your Sunday, otherwise mostly cloudy and temperatures in the low 60s for daytime highs. Have yourself a great day, everyone. From the Watchdog, I'm Darnell Foster. The views and opinions expressed on the following program are not necessarily those of this station or its sponsors. Susan Wheeling. All right, welcome back. We all good? We're good. We're good. Great. Doug's here. Yep. 
So looking forward to Yeah, how you doing, Doc? Good. A quick shout out. Uh, Boston Simmons, the owner. I know he's listening. He just texted me. We'll leave it at that for now. Thanks, uh, <laughs> <laughs> That's a great duck. Great duck, Tom. Stun Gun Johnson, Coach Mark. Call it here at Sports Battle. Thank you, Paul. Thank you, Paul. 304 216 Text us as well. And uh, also, uh, stream us at thewatchdog.com, watchdognetwork.com, and the TuneIn Radio. Ross stepped out for a second. No, this did. I, I, I don't know this song, and this does not sound like bread at all. So, uh, Magnified when Will Greer scored that uh, touchdown to beat yeah. the, beat him in Austin, and he put the horns down uh, sign there on TV, and that sort of uh, incited the fans and and riled them up. But but you, uh, a lot of people were talking about playing at Texas and playing against Texas for West Virginia University. West Virginia University owns the series lead against Texas six to five, and they and since the Big Twelve was formed, it's five and five. And West Virginia has won three games in Austin, Texas. So, I mean, this is – everybody acts like this is going to be uh, – if West Virginia wins, this will be a major upset or a major uh, 
major deal. Well, they've done far better against Texas than they have Oklahoma, which you haven't beaten since they've joined the Big 12. That's the one, think, it's the one Big 12 team they haven't beaten. I think we've a got a caller here, Ross. We do. Doc asked Mark Delbrug to call in, and we should have him online, too. Hello, Mark. Mark. Hello, Mark. Where do we got? Hey, Mark. Mark Delbrug. How are you, brother? Hey, Gert. Hey, hey, guys. Thanks for having me on. Appreciate it. Uh, Doug Huff. Uh, Mason, yes. Hello. How are you? How you doing, Mark? I'm doing well. Mike, Mike, uh, Coach, how are you doing? Oh, good. Good to hear from you, Mark. Yeah, it's yeah Mark's, uh, Mark's, Mark's an old baseball fan. Oh, uh, Mark, uh, real quickly, let's talk a little baseball, and then we'll get into the, your podcast and what we're doing next week. But I'm sorry, they're the tribe, they're the Indians. How about the lowest payroll, the youngest team <laughs> in the league, and I know Co- Coach Florak and I have talked about this, winning their division. And with uh, and you, yeah, I know you, you're a baseball guy and you got to love manager Francona, but what a job he's done with that small uh, market team. I, I, I actually uh, I'm surprised at how well they've done this year, and I'm, I'm really happy for them. And I, I hope they can continue this run because they're, they're playing pretty good baseball right now. And, you know, other than a couple of really, really good teams, the Dodgers and the, uh, uh, you know, the, the Yankees, uh, I think the, I think the, I hate to say Indians, the Guardians can, uh, can make some Indians. <laughs> yeah, I think they can make some noise. I think they can, I think they can, uh, I think they can win a, a series or two. Well, we've commented, particularly Coach Florak. I listen to him on baseball, but that's about it. Um, <laughs> uh, but uh, he, uh, he's pointed out the nuances, and he follows them. And he's had, when he was headed uh, baseball coach at Youngstown State, the, the organization itself he felt was a very superior organization to deal with. And, Mike, I know you've talked about it, but I know you're happy to see uh, uh, you'd like to watch good manage uh, developing baseball players, particularly young ones. Absolutely. And nobody better at it than Terry Francona. And he's, uh, you know, you, you talk about the Francona family with he and his yep. father, Tito. Uh, they're one of the blue blood families of baseball that's still uh, Western Pennsylvania. making an impact. Yeah. Yeah. Western PA. Yeah, as guys. a matter of fact, yeah. my successor, um, yeah, yeah. Yep. R- uh, Rich Pasquale, my my successor at YSU, uh, his aunt. Uh, I think I think his aunt married Tito. If I'm not uh, wow. later later on in life, hmm. yeah. So so there was uh, quite like quite the connection there, and of course we played our, our games in the uh, the Mahoning Valley Scrapper Stadium thanks to the Cafaro family up there. Um, the Indians uh, York Penn League team for the longest time. So uh, we had a great connection with the Indians, and they just always did things the right way. Their scouts did their homework. Their front office people always treated uh, the players, fans, everybody else with dignity and top-to-bottom class organization. So it's not surprising to see them doing more with less as they've done for a long time. Well, uh, yeah, Del. Okay, tell us. Uh, it's called the Pine Room Podcast. Is that correct? That's correct. Yes. Uh, tell us yeah. what we're getting into next week. Uh, we're all excited, and Doug Huff doesn't know anything about it. No. He will shortly. <laughs> Go ahead. Well, Doc, Doc, you're, you're probably a dinosaur like I am. <laughs> oh yeah, I'm a dinosaur. <laughs> yeah, we're all dinosaurs. dinosaurs. <laughs> well, yeah. Well, not Mike and uh, Ross, but uh, the three of us definitely are. But uh, yeah, this is. Uh, you know, We've been doing this about six months now, and it, it's grown. We just won Michelle's hands on Wednesday, 
uh, which was a big boost for us. We we uh, we actually remember the, the KKX team. We do a a, a high school uh, show on Mondays from two to three, and then we do a sports gambling show uh, on Wednesdays, which comes out on Fridays. And then we've uh, done several uh, interviews. We had we had Michael Grove, Coach Crutchfield, Tony Chiaz on. So we're growing. It's it's uh, it's really uh, uh, growing exponentially, and we're really happy about it. But I've been trying for quite a while to get the sports uh, your show up here to our place too, and we're really excited. And hopefully the weather holds out. We'll, uh, so all we'll, we'll love to be there, Mark. Yeah. It sounds exciting. Uh, I can just say I have, I have to plead the fifth. Don't count on a uh, guy from Steubenville knowing too much about sports gambling. <laughs> <laughs> no history there. No, 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 no history there. No, no, never. No. Yeah, no. I'd be shocked. Nor this Greek uh, disciple of Jimmy the Greek. <laughs> <laughs> Dr. Snyder? Can we call you Dr. Snyder? <laughs> yeah, sure. You can go by his real name, Sinodinos. Sinodinos, Jimmy Sinodinos. And, 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 of course, with his ties to Steubenville, it was a double whammy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Hey, Mike, we start hey, off uh, Mark, by saying, I, uh, I think I will oh, go ahead. What's that, Mark? I'm sorry. We start off every show by, by clarifying it's for amusement only. Oh, okay, great. Kind of like, <laughs> yeah, you know. like WWE. I love it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Hey, um. We, I think I told you, but uh, the last segment, uh, one that, yeah, that we talked about, obviously touched on two a little bit, my opinion. But the exciting thing is next week we're going to have Dr. Julian Bales on. I've been talking to him all week. And, uh, of course, he's prime mover with Mr. Fitzsimmons on CTE and concussion protocol. He's actually going to be – we're going to be calling him from uh, your podcast, The Huddle, on 935. So you talk about cutting edge. We'll be right there with uh, his opinion. That's that's awesome, and that's really exciting. All the guys will be here. Uh, we'll have everything set up. You guys, all you guys got to do is show up, and uh, we'll have we're going to have food for you guys. We'll have breakfast. You guys are welcome to uh, stay and watch the games. We have the capacity to watch eight games. All those TVs up here, so we'll, uh, you guys are welcome to stay and enjoy the the pine room with us and uh, watch some football. And you know, we'll talk we'll talk sports all day. I already have. Uh, Two requests. You got it. All right, number one, and it's not important, that's important that I can smoke a cigar up there. Number two, I don't want any of that trash Warwood Natty Light. I want some damn <laughs> real beer. All right? <laughs> you guys that's damn Natty Light. I don't want to see, I mean, you can have whatever you want, but damn it, I better have some real beer up there. All right. What's your what's your request, and it'll be waiting at your high state. I have an I have an official <laughs> high state seat, uh, and, it, and we could we waiting for you. We can do some Coors Banquet, not Coors Light, Coors Banquet, or Stella. You find either of those. You you it, it's done done. And by the way, by the way, I know you know Tony Tokos. He is a big cigar smoker up here too. So you we'll have your cigars for you. We'll have your Stella. And we'll have a nice seat and food waiting for you. What else could you ask for? <laughs> All right, I, I'm I'm ready for it, man. I'm ready for it. I'm I'm, uh, I'm excited. I'm excited. Uh, I don't know, Mark. You and I, you know, we we don't have much of a history, but we've known each other for a while. Do you think the airways can handle both of us? <laughs> hey, 
It's going to be fun. We'll be we'll right. and, and we got the rest of the guys there, so we'll, we'll, we'll be excited. We're, we're looking forward to it. You guys did a great show, too. I listen to it every Saturday. So. It, if, if the two of you have this kind of chemistry and we have Counselor Powell calling in oh, next geez. week, it could c- turn into WWE on the radio. I'll, I'll, I'll park in front of the dump button. Uh, hopefully, uh, hopefully Doug will be there to steady us all. Oh, yeah, the voice of reason. Okay. We'll look forward to it hey. next week. All right. Okay. Hey, Mark, thanks so much for coming in. And for thanks, Mark. Thanks, Mark. Okay, all right, guys. Thank you. See ya. Bye-bye. Oh, sounds great. Sounds exciting. Doug, you were you were finishing up about WVU Texas, uh, yeah. the Oklahoma series. Um, yeah. That, uh, so, well, this year, like I, yeah, th- this year I was just looking at the uh, overall. Uh, I think it's uh, the Big 12 this year is much more balanced. Uh, there's no uh, – Matter of fact, there's no losing record teams right now. Of course, they've only played three or four games, but but uh, usually you get two or three teams that are way down and have no shot, and then you get two or three teams that are way up, and everybody said, "Well, you can't beat them," and whatever. So, but I think there's more balance this year in in, in the conference. I think uh, a lot of teams can beat um, most of the other teams, and um, right. and uh, I think, think Westford. Right, yeah. I th- I think just looking down through there, of course. Uh, uh, two of the unbeatens play this week. That's Oklahoma State and TCU, and the only other unbeaten is Kansas. Everybody else has a yeah. loss or two. Nobody has more than two losses. And um, I, I think West Virginia, uh, the thing that gives me hope with West Virginia, at least uh, going forward, is that they have an excellent quarterback. I think, they're, they're, I think the two best quarterbacks, just from a, you know, a brief glance at all this stuff, the two best quarterbacks right now in the Big 12 are both named Daniels. J.T. Daniels of WVU and Jalen Daniels of Kansas. Now, I know Oklahoma, quarterback, Oklahoma quarterback's pretty good, too. But I, I, those two uh, – those two. I, I really like J.T. Daniels. Yeah, I, yeah, I, really I think do. he's a winner. Yes, and he uh, you have to have a good quarterback. Now, if the defense can come through, then, then things are going to be do well for West Virginia. So. Hey, um, you know, you're talking about that, and um, uh, I just noticed, you know, NC State has a big game with uh, Clemson. Uh, NC State's yep. defense has been phenomenal. Uh, they run a 3-3-5, um, and Tony Gibson is their defensive coordinator. Yes, of course, Tim Beck from North Virginia. Yep. coordinator out of Youngstown. We had him on the show last year. He was uh, Urban Meyer's uh, offense coordinator for a short while. But um, I did not realize Tony Gibson was down at NC State, and that defense is phenomenal, Doug. Oh, I know. Well, Tony Gibson's a good coach. As a matter of fact, he was a – he was the highest-paid assistant coach at West Virginia University until a couple years ago. I mean, uh, they were paying him a lot of money to, uh, at WVU. So, um, but he's a good coach. And, uh, of course, he's an in-state guy, too. So that, that meant a lot to the fans and, and the backers and whatever. So, Wasn't he a, one of the pioneers of the 3-3-5? Th- you haven't seen that much I, until WVU, I think. Uh, I saw believe that. you're right. Yeah, I mean, my memory Under on Rich that. Rod, right? Under Rich Rod, yeah. yes, yes. Mm-hmm. I got a little anecdote about that because when Rich went to uh, the team up north and his defense was struggling, he brought in the late Greg Robinson, the yes. former Syracuse head coach, to be defensive coordinator. Mm-hmm. And he got in uh, Robinson's face that he wanted to run a 3-3-5, three, three, 
and that's mm-hmm. not Robinson's defense. Right. And right. so right. kind of interfered with Greg, and yeah. their defense was a catastrophe because, you know, you can't make a square peg fit in a round, round hole. hole. That's yeah. a great point, Doc. Yeah. yeah. Robinson, you can't expect to learn a semi-innovative defense at 3-3-5, uh, and that was, a, I think, uh, and Rich was summarily in Robinson dismissed not soon after that. Right. So, um, That's a great point. But when he got stinked since we're on at North NC State and uh, – Clemson, uh, Clemson uh, looked like uh, um, DJ, they call him DJU now. DJ Ungale had a nice game. Finally came through. But if you really watch it, those receivers made some unbelievable receptions. So I'm very curious to see if Tim Beck can get the offense going uh, while um, you know the defense does its job. I'm very excited about that game, and that's where game day is. Okay. Okay. Yeah, NC State's sort of been of a come out of the woodwork here to be a serious contender, you know. And uh, yeah. you know, so we'll see what happens. <laughs> Wait till it plays out. Um, we we touched on Oklahoma. Yeah. They were stunningly upset yep. by Kansas State, yeah. who got crushed by Tulane, and Tulane beat Dana. And last fighting night. Holgerson down there last night. <laughs> last night, uh, yeah. And uh, I was stunned with Kansas State after losing to Tulane. And Tulane's 4-1. and one. I mean, they're a great group of five teams. Uh, and maybe they're the best team in Louisiana. I don't know. Uh, mm-hmm. The state, I mean. But uh, that's uh, Oklahoma losing. Last, and we listened to it on the way back, meaning John Longwell and I on the, on the, on the back from the high State game. Uh, that surprised me that Oklahoma went down. Uh, but Kansas State, you know, looks real to me. But like you said, you made a great point, Doug. You got balance, yep. and it's funny, three out of the power five. Pac-12's wide open with some lot of 10-and-2 team potentials. Uh, certainly the Big 12, you commented, and even the ACC. Clemson doesn't appear to be as dominant. Exactly. They playing better. NC State, Pitt, um, Wake Forest, who Wake, played yep. Clemson a hell of a game. Uh, they have a tough game going into this week. I can't think of who it was. Oh, Doc, do you but, th- uh, do you th- do you think the transfer portal and all this stuff's going on? Uh, there's there's four. Uh, I read uh, where there was um, what is it? Forty percent of the uh, of the uh, Division One schools have new quarterbacks that transferred wow. or whatever. I don't know. There's some yeah. uh, there's some uh, st- stat out there that j- I just shook me up. I said, "Holy cow! I can't believe it." There's that much going on, yeah. but everybody's getting transfers. Everybody's moving around, and I think it's shaking up the balance of uh, of the. You know, you're going to have your three or four teams going to be up to top, and everybody else is battling everybody. So, uh, you, know. you know, you bring up a great point, and the transfer portal, no doubt. But a, uh, a couple people were commenting, and they're doing surveys now now to see what the balance is on these teams that have come out of nowhere, the Kansas, mm-hmm. the yes, uh, on the super seniors. How many super seniors, mm-hmm. transfer portal or not, is mm-hmm. the balance? And mm-hmm. I'm very curious. I mean, these are like really professional players now in their yeah. fifth and sixth yes, year. Yes, they are. And, I'll be, um, and they're going to do a blanket. Uh, I can't remember. And they're going to have results on this. And uh, I'm not quite clear what I think your fifth year of eligibility makes you a super senior. And I'm very curious about that. Obviously, that goes hand in hand with the transfer portal as well. So. I'm pretty excited. I, I want to know what that's all about. And uh, that's, I'm glad you brought that up, Doug. Yep, yep. 
Yeah, there's uh, very little stability anymore in in college sports. It's just uh, from year to year, and, uh, you know, the pieces have to fall and, uh, you know, the right chemistry and all that stuff. And the coaches, I don't know how the coaches deal with a lot well, of this stuff. Well, the way the coaches are dealing with it, they're staying ahead of the curve, and they're just moving on. Yeah. They're taking a, a, yeah. another yeah. job. Yeah, yep. Uh, how, how, and, uh, and that was part of the, what, what I think guys, you know, like us grew up, you knew that, that Bo was coaching Michigan. You yep. knew Woody was yep. coaching Ohio State. You knew Bear was coaching Alabama. And those, yes. those things, that was tradition. Now yep. it's all so fluid, it's hard to keep track of almost. Yep. And, uh, you know, we, we're coming to the bottom of an hour. I'll leave with that. I remember you've got, you got to have a whole system now, and that's the number one. It used to be how you're going to handle recruiting when you're interviewing for a job. And New Heisel said now the number one thing is how you're going to handle the transfer portal. And Coach Huggins admitted two years ago he didn't handle it very well and it's a whole new system that these older coaches got to learn now and uh, with that being said uh, we're at the bottom of the hour i'm sure ross is going to kick in with something and we'll see you guys in a few minutes okay doc all right wanted to get in shape and get all the physical and mental sharpness that comes along with boxing training, now you can do it in a safe, clean, and supervised location with an experienced boxing trainer. Team Terror Fitness from Morristown, Ohio is offering boxing training now. If you are interested, you can contact me, James T.U. will arrange a free introductory session. You can reach me at 412-298-9805 or Send me an email to James T.U. Lawyer. That's James T.I.U. Lawyer at gmail.com. Hey, I'm going to the kitchen. Can I grab you a Coors Light? Yeah, that sounds good. Huh. I never knew there was a zip line in my fridge. Hey! Hey! Hey, buddy! Yeah! You got two Coors Lights up there? You got it! Always brewed down to 34 degrees. With a taste as cold as the Rockies, only Coors Light gives you refreshment every time. Here you go, two Coors Lights. Awesome, man. Wow, these are really cold. That's the only way I deliver it. Sure, I mean, you being a mountain climber and all? Yep. You probably need a pretty warm coat in there, huh? Yep. Hey, Ben. Yeah? Ask him if he has any nachos. Um, you got any nachos in there? No. Just icy cold Coors Light? Yep. That makes sense. It is the Rockies. Coors Light, the world's most refreshing beer. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. With great beer comes great responsibility. Attorney Tom McIntyre. Life, it may knock you down, but you don't have to stay that way. I'm Tom McIntyre. I'm a bankruptcy attorney. 
and I'm here to help you. Give us a call and we'll send you a copy of my free book, When Bad Things Happen to Good People. It's an interesting read and it'll explain bankruptcy to you like no other book does. Give us a call. We're here to help you. Call Thomas E. McIntyre and Associates at 304-232-8600. Allow us to help put you back on the road to financial success. Once again, Toyota is the best resale value brand according to Kelly Blue Book's KBB.com. So stop waiting and check out a new Camry. Available with all-wheel drive and a 24-valve V6 engine, delivering an impressive 301 horsepower. Or check out a stylish Venza with an all-hybrid powertrain and 40 miles per gallon. Visit buyatoyota.com and reserve yours today. Toyota, let's go places. Need a new suit? Looking for a good book? Searching for a unique gift? The Ohio Valley's premier shopping choice is the Highlands. Find jewelry, hot new tech, arts and crafts, over two dozen stores to visit. From Walmart and Target to Cabela's, Menards, Kohl's, and Old Navy. Plan a day out of shopping, dining, and entertainment at the Highlands. At the top of the hill off I-70. See it all online at hitthehighlands.com. Insulate and fill gaps in your home with Menard's wide selection of foam sealants. Great stuff gaps and cracks, expands to form permanent weather-tight seals to minimize drafts and insect infestation. It bonds to wood, drywall, metal, masonry, glass, and most plastics. Come into Menard's today and save 11% on great stuff. Foam sealants. Good through October 2nd. Savings are a mail-in rebate. Some exclusions apply. See store for details. Save big money at Menard's. Hey, high school football fans, if you want to see where your team ranks every week, check out the Thornhill Auto Group Power Rankings at WVMetroNews.com. Every Sunday evening, we will update the football power ranking. To find out where your favorite team ranks, go to WVMetroNews.com. Click on the High School Sports tab and then High School Football Power Rankings. The 2022 Metro News Power Rankings presented by Thornhill Auto Group. The road to total savings starts with Thornhill. Visit them on the Thornhill Motor Mile. A serious injury from an accident can be just the start of your worries. What if you cannot return to work? How do you take care of your family if you're disabled? At Gellner Law Offices, we represent seriously injured people and understand their problem. We know how to get you fair compensation. We will work hard to make sure you get the money you deserve for your losses. Don't go it alone. If you're hurt in an accident, call us at 304-242-2900 or visit us at gellnerlaw.com. We'd like to help. A cool and rainy weekend in store. Hello, everyone from the Watchdog. I'm Darnell Foster. With rain showers on and off for your Saturday, it's a cool day with highs in the lower 50s for daytime highs with a low of only 50 degrees under mostly cloudy skies and scattered showers through the overnight. We'll probably see some early showers for your Sunday, otherwise mostly cloudy and temperatures in the low 60s for daytime highs. Have yourself a great day, everyone. From the Watchdog, I'm Darnell Foster. The views and opinions expressed on the following program are not necessarily those of this station or its sponsors. I'm sitting here.
here lonely like a, a broken man. I serve my time doing the best I can. Walls and bars, they surround me. But I don't want no sympathy. Saturday morning sports huddle brought to you by Paul Harris at Harris Law Offices in Wheeling. Hey, welcome back. We all in? We're in. We're here. We're here. Doug Huff, Ross Johnson, Mike Florak. Want to thank Mark Delbrook, John Bastide. That was Mark Carter, Grand Trunk Railroad, had a birthday inside looking out. And guys, I just negotiated my parking despite a woman completely turning in to the wrong the wrong parking garage, having to back out. And listen, I grew up with a working mom, which wasn't popular for my dad back then, a great sister, and they, they deserve equal pay. They deserve the right to vote. They deserve everything. But do not allow them to have licenses, particularly in parking garages. They zoom around it like it's the Indy Speedway to begin with. And, I mean, I'm sorry, and you can all say, listen, I want everything for them. Title IX, great. But driver's license, you're going to have to debate me on that. I'd like to know what FCC alert. I want to know what Natasha has to say about that. She's laughing in the background. So, uh, yeah. Hey, listen, and guys, I got about a 10-minute walk to my tailgate. I got some stuff to carry, so I will call back. I know you guys can carry on, but I will call back in about 10 minutes. What, what's okay. the weather like, Doc? Uh, it's going to stay uh, about 55, 60 right now. Rainy? Even at game time. No rain up here. going to okay. be scattered. Uh, we're not uh, expecting anything major. I think the worst is over. I was going to okay. say, if you're, if you're going to see Rutgers in the rain, you would deserve some type of award. <laughs> yeah, I know. We're awarding each other. The so Dr. George's Loyalty I, Award. I heard that. How about my son? How about my son, Hurricane Ian? Just yeah, Hurricane Ian. <laughs> including, including where his godfather lives in Sarasota. Real nice, oh, right? Oh, jeez. Yeah. Um, not a laughing matter at all. Oh, man. People need to realize if you're in that area and they tell you to get out anytime a hurricane comes, get out. Yeah. I love the one guy, uh, Ian, showed me his, the newscast said, let me explain something. You don't get out, you will die. More importantly, your children will die. Get out, okay? Just yeah, get out. That's pretty I mean, the ones that don't. I mean, I fled... Uh, hurricanes with toddlers in the back of our van and, and a 26-hour ride to Columbia that we took the back roads to avoid out of Charleston. So it's no laughing matter. You can hide from the wind. You can hide from the rain. But when the tide comes in and if you get the storm surge, you cannot hide. Just remember, Mother Nature Mother Nature is unbeaten. That's right. never lost. <laughs> Undefeated. That's the time. I like that. Tom Brady. <laughs> well, Giselle has something well, to say about that. <laughs> That's right. Hey, um, and speaking of that, when I come back, I'd like to talk to the, the, about the disrespect Kentucky's getting. They're a seven-point underdog at the Grove against Lane Kiffin's old Miss. With that being said, I'll talk to you guys in a little yeah, bit. Yeah, Coach okay, Skates is thriving on that. You know that he's All right, Doc. for motivation with his right, squad. Oh, yeah. So there's a lot of uh, – 
a lot of those things that uh, will, will add fuel to the fire. And, he, you know, Coach Stoops with his, his background, he's just a master of motivation. And uh, I'm sure he's going to get the best out of his team. But, Doug, you've got some uh, shifting yeah. gears a little bit. Yeah. Doug brought some baseball items. Yeah. Yeah. To talk about as we get toward the uh, the pennant chase here and the uh, the chase for the World Series, of course, uh, what could we call it the Yankees and the Dodgers already? Or <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know. Yeah, still a Dodgers Invitational. Yeah, or the Dodgers Invitational. But you know, watch out for the Braves because yes. they 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 did it last year and uh, yes, they did. They're the defending champions. Everybody forgets so they're the right. defending champions. Yeah, Plus, right. they might be on the warpath because. Uh, the woke community tried to go after their name this past week too. That's so. right. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah that, uh, talk about mo- uh, billboard material. There's, there's their motivation right there. But uh, they might really be doing some tomahawk chops. That's, yeah, <laughs> for yeah, real. And good for them too if they continue to do that. But uh, it ought to be an exciting time. Of, uh, Doug, you've got a couple of baseball items for us. Yeah. Well, uh, the the fact that uh, we have in the High Valley uh, uh, product uh, Michael Grove, who's a member of the uh, Winning his team in the majors right now, and I think they've won 106 games. games. Is it 108 now? Yes, Holy cow! I it's uh, but anyway, um, uh, he has a shot at uh, uh, obviously of uh, playing in a World Series or being on a World Series team. That's pretty rare for uh, for an Ohio Valley uh, product. In fact, uh, I did a little bit of research. I hope I haven't missed anybody. Uh, first of all, uh, the last two Ohio Valley people that uh, suited up for a World Series were coaches, and they live in the Ohio Valley right now. Um, uh, Joe Patini uh, in two, 2006 was a coach for the yeah. Cardinals for against, product, against the yep. Detroit Tigers. He lives in Bethany right now, and he's, he, was a, he was the last Ohio Valley person that was suited up uh, uh, either as a coach or manager or player in, in a World Series. And going back one step, 1997, Rich Donnelly, of course, he lives yep. in the Steubenville area. Everybody yes, knows Rich. Yep. He was a coach for the Florida Marlins against the Atlanta Braves. And, of course, the Marlins won that World Series. And uh, so th- those two were the last two. Now, the last player that I, I can find that from the Valley that played in a World Series was Joe Necro in 1987. Wow. That's, what, 35 years ago? Yeah, wow. And he pitched two innings. In that uh, series, the Twins beat the Cardinals. He pitched two innings and one relief in one game. Uh, So he's the last one. Of course, uh, then we get back to some more familiar names, like Bill Mazeroski, who who started in two World Series, uh, 60 and 71. And, of course, he retired after the 72 season. Yeah, recently inducted into the Pirates Hall of Fame. Yes, Bill Mazeroski. He He played in two. Uh, they beat the Orioles in 71, and, of course, his walk-off home run in the 60 World Series. Uh, and, uh, Greatest beat the Yankees. moment in baseball history. In yeah, that, that one will never be forgotten in this area or for in, in the entire Major League community. But uh, now they're one that a lot of people forget. There's a player uh, from the – there's a person from the High Valley that not only played but coached, coached and played in two different World Series. And he didn't play high school baseball because his high school didn't have a baseball team at the time. He's from Majorsville, West Virginia, which is Marshall County out in the Dallas Pike area. And he went to Cameron High School. And his name is Bob Melican, the late Bob Melican. And uh, in 67, he was a coach for the Cardinals. They defeated the Red Sox uh, in the World Series. But earlier, in 53, 
three, I believe. He was a pitcher for the Brooklyn Dodgers against the Yankees in the World Series. So he had a very long, like a 50-year career in, as a player and a coach in the minors and majors. And uh, he, he, in, uh, he was, uh, had a very long career in baseball. But Bob Milliken, and he, he came in and played, if I recall correctly, played for the Elm Grove Civics in the old summer leagues, um, uh, came in from Majorsville. But he went to Cameron High School, but Cameron at the time did not have a baseball program. So uh, uh, he did not play high school baseball, but he played summer league baseball and, and, uh, and uh, at that time and, of course, made it uh, into the major leagues as a player and uh, later on as a coach and um, was in both uh, a coach and a player in a World Series. Now going on further back from Bob Milliken in 67 as a coach, we had Bernie Allen from East Liverpool. Uh, he, he, uh, 1965, he was a shortstop for the Twins, but he was hurt, and, uh, and he didn't get a chance to play. Uh, he was a member of the Twins that lost to the Dodgers in that World Series, but he didn't get in to uh, uh, play in the game because he was hurt at that time. But Bernie Allen was an exceptional high school and college player. He started at Purdue University both as a quarterback and as an infielder on a baseball program. He's probably arguably uh, you can make a uh, uh, pretty good argument that Bernie Allen may be the greatest uh, player to produce at East Liverpool High School because of his uh, what he did uh, in high school and later on. Uh, now we go back to 61. We have a wheeling player, Gene Freeze. He, he played for the Cincinnati Reds. They lost to the Yankees in the World Series. But Gene uh, earlier played for the uh, Pirates. Uh, he was an infielder, third baseman, second baseman mostly. And uh, he went to Wheeling High in West Liberty, and um, he played in the 61 World Series. And, of course, I already mentioned the 60 World Series with Mazeroski and, uh, and the 53 World Series of Bob Milliken. Now, there's two old-timers uh, back, uh, <laughs> back in the 20s. Uh, we had, um, in 1922... We had a, a player for the New York Yankees who's from Woodsfield. He was the original Sam Jones, not Sam Toothpick Jones who played in the 50s, but Sam Jones from Woodsfield played against Lee King from 100, West Virginia, played for the Giants. So we had uh, two opposing Ohio Valley players way back in 22. Now the first reference I can get for Ohio Valley uh, product of being a coach or a player in a series was a year earlier, 1921. Now, this was a significant uh, series from the standpoint that it was the first World Series broadcast on radio. And the first, and that radio station was KDKA in Pittsburgh. Yes, they sir. broadcast the Giants and Yankees World Series game. And a coach for the New York Giants, a coach at that time, was Jesse Burkett from Wheeling Island. Now, Jesse Burkett, of course, is in the Baseball Hall of Fame. He was inducted as a, as a player in the Baseball Hall of Fame. He's from Wheeling. He's the only one from Wheeling that's in the Baseball Hall of Fame. And, uh, of course, he was noted as uh, one of only three players to bat over 400 three times. Wow. And, uh, of that's course, amazing. yeah, that's amazing. so those, those, over 300, yes, so that, that's sort right. of a brief history. I hope well, I didn't well, overlook any. Well, we do have in 2020 the two Valley natives that uh, were on the Tampa Bay Devil Race. Coaching yes. staff, Stan Borowski, and that's right. Uh, of course, Paul Hoover from Steubenville, exactly. who, who I coached way, way back when with 
uh, post thirty three when we won the state. You're exactly right. Uh, that's that's add so. add that to the list. Yeah, but so uh, as I say, this was a real quick check of some of the ones that I was yep. familiar with. And, uh, of course, that was just two years ago. But uh, I know uh, Stan Borowski and, and Paul Hoover, uh, we inducted them into the OVAC Hall of Fame, and I'll talk to both of them. Deservedly so, yeah. yes. Yeah, so we're always excited to see Paul. Paul's the bench coach there, and Stan's the bullpen yes, coach. Yes, th- and they're still active. That's, yes, they're sometimes the you overlook who, the active guys. <laughs> going yeah, back. sure, that's understandable. Yeah. And, uh, you know, they're the guys who play the key roles of advising the uh, – the manager about what the you know Stan plays that that big role of getting the pitchers ready and, yes. and Paul is of course the bench coach so yes he helps call the shots all that puts extra pressure on Mr. Grove <laughs> who won who won his first game last week I think it was Sunday of last week yes. beating the Cardinals four to one he pitched five solid innings for his first major league victory yeah. so congratulations well I think it's I talked to Doug yeah. um was Phil Nico the last Ohio Valley pitcher uh, to win a ball game? Uh, or uh, Joe? Joe, it was Joe, Joe pitched. Uh, he pitched in the um, uh, just two innings of relief, so he didn't get any decision there. So I don't think there's any. Uh, uh, Melican didn't have a win, I don't believe, in 53. I'll have to double-check that. But that would be the only shot, I think, uh, Going back, uh, as I say, uh, Phil Necro never made the uh, World Series. He was on a lot of Atlanta Braves teams that didn't get into the series. Okay. Well. But uh, uh, so if if Michael Grove wins a game in the World Series, he may be making history. So <laughs> well, we'll continue. To we got we got Doc. After, uh, you know uh, Michael's uh, progress, and we're we're all excited for him to see what uh, he does with the Dodgers and. Uh, of course, his chances are really, really good being right. on the Dodgers. So right. it'll be an exciting fall here. We got Doc again. Eddie, yeah, uh, Doc. I got, I got some bad news. I moved to another Bluetooth. Got <laughs> a nice. Uh, what is this? A Denali? What is this? Uh, and guess who's it is? And who's sitting next to me? Uh, Councilor Powell. Councilor Powell. That's probably why there's an echo. <laughs> A double dose of Counselor Um Doc, we got a bad echo. And I, I've got the pod turned off. You shouldn't be echoing. Doug just said that he, Ross is only saying that. He's just doing that because uh, Doug just gave the double thumbs down. So. <laughs> <laughs> We'll stir That's the pot. That's right. That's right. <laughs> oh man. Have we got you? Yeah, are you there? Yeah, we're here. It sounds yeah, a little better. What do you have for us, counselor? Is it still the echo? No, it's good. Not as bad. Okay, okay good. Uh, we'll get them to turn around. I know we only got five minutes. So, what are your thoughts on Kentucky and uh, Ole Miss? K- Kentucky and well, I just we, I, I think when you. Uh, <clears throat> when you hung up a little bit ago, <clears throat> excuse me, um, we were talking about how Coach Stoops would be a master using that for bulletin board material, and, and that will be more motivation for Kentucky. So he, he knows how to handle those things. He's been the underdog before, and uh, he probably relishes that role. And If you asked him, he, w- he would be uh, using that uh, very well to motivate his players if he needed anything more. And uh, another thing, um, I was I ran into a guy whose daughter went to the U.K. yesterday at the Garden Grill in Weirton before the big Reds game, Lindsley game, I should say. 
And I was commenting how when Ian first went there four years ago, Calipari here, billboards there. I'm telling you, in the last three or four years, every steakhouse, hey, I'm Mark Stoops. Hey, billboards. Hey, come get my groceries here. You know, Calipari may still be a basketball school, but Stoops has the heart of the people down there, let me tell you. Well, winner, winners change the, the perception a lot of times. <laughs> if you if you start winning, then they're going to be on the bandwagon. So, Hey, Brad, let me ask you, are you still in awe of talking to Doug Huff on a regular basis? I am. I, I just have so much respect for that guy. <laughs> Thanks, Brad. <laughs> I appreciate it. <laughs> Don't get a lot of that. And, and, you, <laughs> and you've been doing a much better job in terms of your presentation on air. <laughs> oh, brother. Because of Brad, you're you're coming. You came on strong, Doug. <laughs> Good thing you're not picking the music, Doug. <laughs> yeah, no, I don't have anything. No, I don't have anything to do with the music. Here. Let me say this: it would definitely be an improvement over the selections today. <laughs> well, you have to talk to the guy next to you, huh? That's right. He's the one that makes it out. Uh, there are birthdays that have to be. You didn't like Mother Freedom from Bread. I, I like that one, but yeah. the first couple. You didn't, like the fr- you didn't like Cliffs of Dover? Are you kidding me? I wonder why that first song was playing for so long. I felt like it was a, a complete uh, album cover on it. Yeah, that was. Um, because I'm the producer, and, and I, I decide I'm, that's how long I'm playing it. <laughs> <laughs> hey, um, Just like I could hit, I could hit the off button on your guys' pod right now. <laughs> we, um, two minutes, guys. Two minutes to break. I've got a couple minutes, real quickly. Arkansas goes down to Alabama. Arkansas got upset. Uh, they missed a field goal uh, at the end of the game against A&M, who's got to be the most sluggish offensive team this side of Iowa. And not that there's not a big gap uh, between Iowa and that, but I do want to talk about Iowa and the team up north when we come back. But um, any thoughts on uh, Arkansas and Alabama? A lot of people think Arkansas, I believe they're at home, Fayetteville's going to be a riot. Um, can upset them, let alone cover. I think it's ten points. I I, uh, I don't know. I just I hate to bet against Saban. Yeah, he's just yeah. A, the, the best yeah. prepared, uh, one of the best prepared coaches ever. His record speaks for itself. It's yeah. e- it's. You, you, I don't think there's too much argument. You'll um, lose a lot of money if you uh, bet against him. Right. Yeah. You might as well so, just you might as well just hold your money out the window when you're driving. Yeah. <laughs> I, I just think it's so hard to bet against. I him. think Alabama covers. They struggled on the road uh, a couple times this year already. Um, obviously, Texas was the big one, and Texas looks very mediocre. And um, but I want to talk about that. I want to talk about the team up north getting very lucky against Maryland last week and trashed them a little bit. Go ahead. Brad has his hand up. Hand up. When do I get to ask about the Pirates? We already talked about it. The Indians. Okay. We talked about the Indians, not the Pirates. Well, I didn't say the Indians. He can't pirates. take over the show. And I've, <laughs> well, I've asked Mr. For, I'm asking Mr. Florak. I'd like to get his take on Aaron Judge and the um, the, the upcoming playoffs. Next segment. Okay. That's okay. all right with the producer. That's yeah, right. we only got like 20 seconds to the music. So, yeah, next segment is, is right. a great answer. Okay. <laughs> Well, we'll hear it. I'll see you guys in a few. All right. Okay, Doc. Might as well start playing it then. All right, let's see.
Is this birthday? ABC News. I'm Brian Clark. More than 1.2 power million power outages persist in Florida, but it is the devastating toll of Hurricane Ian that is still coming into focus. At least 33 people have died, says ABC's Justin Finch in Venice. Ian, now the deadliest storm to strike the state in 60 years. Coast Guard helicopters scooping up survivors from once picturesque Sanibel Island now cut off from the mainland. Its causeway ripped apart by Ian. The storm sparking a one in 1,000 year flooding event. Ian now bringing heavy rain towards parts of the mid-Atlantic region of the country after it made landfall for a second time or fourth time over South Carolina as a Category 1 storm on Friday. Russian troops have withdrawn from the Ukrainian city of Liman after it was surrounded by Ukrainian forces. That's in an area of Ukraine that's been annexed by Russian forces. In a speech Friday, Russian President Vladimir Putin again made threats to use nuclear weapons. Despite what the White House calls Russian saber-rattling on its nuclear threats against Ukraine... We do not presently see indications about the imminent use of nuclear weapons. We're, of course, monitoring that carefully and staying in close consultation with allies and partners. National Security Advisor Jake Sullivan saying they've warned Russian officials of severe retaliation if President Putin orders a nuclear strike. Andy Field, ABC News, Washington. Today in Las Vegas, a ceremony marking the deadliest mass shooting in modern American history. Five years ago today, a heinous act of violence rained down on our city, our state, and our country. To Nevada Governor Stephen Sisolak speaking at the event, marking the day 60 people were killed when a gunman opened fire on a country music festival. Guns, abortion, and the border are all topics in the Texas gubernatorial debate that took place last night. You're listening to ABC News. Hi, I'm Capri, and the little thing I love about the Chick-fil-A Grill Spicy Deluxe is the chicken. They actually put it on the grill, cooked it in the sauce. It's definitely a good grilled spicy sandwich. Hey, I'm Michelle, and a little thing I love about the Chick-fil-A Grilled Spicy Deluxe is it's spicy and it's full of flavor. When you pair that with the kale crunch salad, it's just good. Order a Grilled Spicy Deluxe Sandwich on the Chick-fil-A app today. Available for a limited time. Real guests paid for their testimonials. Driving happy with Caprice Car. You're driving home when... Oh no, you hit the longest red light in town. What's this? You're smiling because your car smells amazing. 
You just installed a Febreze car vent clip. Ha <laughs> ha! Five weeks ago, with up to 40 days of consistent Febreze scent, those lights can stay red for as long as they like. The executive director of the NFL Players Association, Demora Smith, is calling for more answers after Miami Dolphins quarterback Tua Tungavailoa suffered a head and neck injury in Thursday's game against the Bengals. The questions center on Sunday's game when Tungavailoa appeared to hit his head on the ground but was eventually allowed to return to the game. Smith said there's a protocol for the process. There is a neutral, unaffiliated, uh, uh, traumatic, uh, traumatic consultant paid for by both the NFLPA and uh, the National Football League. It's that person's call at the end of an analysis to make a decision about whether the person goes in. And there is an investigation ongoing into Tunga Vailoa's return to that game. The team had later said he had suffered a back injury. Some U.S. health officials are saying monkeypox is not going away anytime soon. The spread of monkeypox is slowing, but the virus is so widespread that elimination is unlikely, says the Federal Centers for Disease Control. It says monkeypox will probably be around for the next few years. The good news is the U.S. outbreak seems to have peaked in August, and the number of cases are about a third of what they were at the peak. The virus has mainly spread among gay and bisexual men, although health officials say anyone can get it. There's a vaccine. Chuck Sievertson, ABC. Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints holding its biannual conference this weekend in Salt Lake City. Thousands expected to attend. It's also broadcast worldwide. This is ABC News. Are you more than 10,000 in debt? Feel like you're on a never-ending treadmill staying in one place and never getting ahead with those minimum payments? You feel like there's no way out? Get off the endless debt treadmill and start saving money each month. There are programs in place to help you get free of your debt and you don't have to pay the entire amount you owe. The program at Total Financial Freedom can help you get debt-free in months instead of decades. Call Total Financial now at 800-208-1312. 800-208-1312. Brian Clark, ABC News. Once again, Toyota is the best resale value brand according to Kelly Blue Book's KBB.com. So stop waiting and check out a new Camry, available with all-wheel drive and a 24-valve V6 engine, delivering an impressive 301 horsepower. Or check out a stylish Venza with an all-hybrid powertrain and 40 miles per gallon. Visit buyatoyota.com and reserve yours today. Toyota, let's go places. A serious injury from an accident can be just the start of your worries. What if you cannot return to work? How do you take care of your family if you're disabled? At Gellner Law Offices, we represent seriously injured people and understand their problem. We know how to get you fair compensation. We will work hard to make sure you get the money you deserve for your losses. Don't go it alone. If you're hurt in an accident, call us at 304-242-2900 or visit us at gellnerlaw.com. We'd like to help. you have ever wanted to get in shape and get all the physical and mental sharpness that comes along with boxing training, now you can do it in a safe, clean, and supervised location with an experienced boxing trainer. Team Pair Fitness from Morristown, Ohio is offering boxing training now. If you are interested, you can contact me, James T.U. will arrange a free introductory session. You can reach me at 412-298-9805 or Send me an email to James T.U. Lawyer. That's James T.I.U. Lawyer at gmail.com. 
Attorney Tom McIntyre. Life, it may knock you down, but you don't have to stay that way. I'm Tom McIntyre. I'm the bankruptcy attorney, and I'm here to help you. Give us a call, and we'll send you a copy of my free book, When Bad Things Happen to Good People. Dan owed an unbelievable amount of money bankruptcy to you like no other book does. Give us a call. We're here to help you. Call Thomas E. McIntyre & Associates at 304-232-8600. Allow us to help put you back on the road to financial success. Hey, I'm going to the kitchen. Can I grab you a Coors Light? Yeah, that sounds good. Huh. I never knew there was a zip line in my fridge. Hey! Hey, hey buddy! Yeah! You got two Coors Lights up there? Always brewed down to 34 degrees. With a taste as cold as the Rockies, only Coors Light gives you refreshment every time. Here you go. Two Coors Lights. Awesome, man. Wow, these are really cold. That's the only way I deliver it. Sure. I mean, you being a mountain climber and all? Yep. You probably need a pretty warm coat in there, huh? Yep. Hey, Ben! Yeah! Ask him if he has any nachos! Um, you got any nachos in there? No. Just icy cold Coors Light? Yep. That makes sense. It is the Rockies. Coors Light, the world's most refreshing beer. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. With great beer comes great responsibility. Hey, high school football fans, if you want to see where your team ranks every week, check out the Thornhill Auto Group Power Rankings at WVMetroNews.com. Every Sunday evening, we will update the football power ranking to find out where your favorite team ranks. Go to WVMetroNews.com, click on the High School Sports tab, and then High School Football Power Rankings. The 2022 Metro News Power Rankings presented by Thornhill Auto Group. The road to total savings starts with Thornhill. Visit them on the Thornhill Motor Mile. Over the years, you've brought opioids into your home. They helped when you were in pain, and you held on to them just in case. But holding on to opioids puts your family at risk. Learn more at www.fda.gov slash drug disposal. Insulate and fill gaps in your home with Menard's wide selection of foam sealants. Great stuff. Gaps and cracks expands to form permanent weather-tight seals to minimize drafts and insect infestation. It bonds to wood, drywall, metal, masonry, glass, and most plastics. Come into Menard's today and save 11% on great stuff. Foam sealants. Good through October 2nd. Savings are mail-in rebate. Some exclusions apply. See store for details. A cool and rainy weekend in store. Hello, everyone from the Watchdog. I'm Darnell Foster. With rain showers on and off for your Saturday, it's a cool day with highs in the lower 50s for daytime highs with a low of only 50 degrees under mostly cloudy skies and scattered showers through the overnight. We'll probably see some early showers for your Sunday, otherwise mostly cloudy and temperatures in the low 60s for daytime highs. Have yourself a great day, everyone. From the Watchdog, I'm Darnell Foster. The views and opinions expressed on the following program are not necessarily those of this station or its sponsors.
Saints. It's time for the Saturday morning sports huddle brought to you by Paul Harris at Harris Law Offices in Wheeling. All right, welcome back. We all in? We're here. Oh, a big echo. Just removed it. We shouldn't have it now. Yep. All right, Ross. All right. Assist, assist from Bob Slider. Thank you. It's the same, 304-214-1600, call toll-free, 866-514-1600, or you can reach us on the watchdognetwork.com or on the TuneIn Radio app. of uh, Councilor Powell being happy, what is the parking situation? Did he get his coveted space? Not only coveted. Now, he has the space next to like a half a space with the yellow lines. Okay. He's not allowed to park, but okay. he has been so good for the parking guys, and we feed him that um, uh, we he, they not only give him an extra space, but lately they've been giving him another extra space. And they put cones out for him so nobody takes happy place spaces. Now, how <laughs> wow, that's great. Until one of those guys gets in trouble, then they find out he charges $700 an hour. Until an Ohio State hater that we won't name calls in Columbus <laughs> on Monday and, and lets them know you guys are scamming parking spaces. By the way, for some reason wants to talk fire baseball, but oh, I agree with him. Albert Pujols hit his 701. Uh, St. Louis will be in the playoffs, so we'll get to enjoy him and his final uh, tip of the hat tour. Uh, and Aaron Judge, uh, to me, he hit 62. Um, that's the record. Um, I'm sorry. I think Sosa, McGuire, um, Bonds. Uh, Bonds, and I know Bonds is tested negative as my – you know, but you can't test for the clear. It's very difficult, particularly back then with what we know. I'm sorry. Uh, I'm an old-timer. I still call them the Indians. 62 is the record uh, for me. You? Agreed. I can't disagree. Uh, the only thing is you have to consider, okay, is that there were many pitchers using steroids at that time, too. Yeah. So uh, you're going up against guys that are, are using. It makes the challenge more difficult, and it's one of those kind of things that it will be argued about until the end of time. And I, to me, I agree with you. I think 62 is the standard. 
but um, uh, there's always going to be those asterisks, and, and uh, you know, there was no real firm testing back then. There was it wasn't really talked about, so it wasn't what it was illegal uh, to to use those drugs and to purchase them, but it wasn't against baseball's rules. Yeah, I think uh, the telling ta- the telling tale. Sorry, Doc. The telling tale is what do the Hall of Fame voters think, sure. and that's that's pretty much all that matters. Right, right. Two two quick points on this. The one thing I'll give you is when Mark McGuire was using whatever it was, it was not illegal. Uh, but I will say, you go down that list of pictures, Roger Clemens notwithstanding, but the ones that got caught after the fact, they were all mediocre pictures. Some were sub-500. And I'm not talking about the older ones that wanted to um, Longwell's whooping down the Carlos in front of me. Uh, but you look at them, and steroids themselves, anabolics, outside of helping you heal faster in a pitcher, which they can, um, they don't. They, they radio show. Um, uh, uh, what I'm uh, guy didn't know I was on here. What I'm trying to say is they don't have as much advantage as they would for a slugger. You follow me outside of the healing uh, process. Uh, and I don't know if I'm making myself clear in a pitcher no. aging aspects. Well, actually, are you talking about performance or the the aging? Well, I'm talking about a little bit of both because you look at a couple of the pitchers that got kicked out of the league for a year, non-hit, non, non-hitters. Most of them were not very good pitchers, uh, and I can't recall the names, but I remember studying this at the time. Those it are certainly was a huge advantage, you know, to the power sluggers, the hitters. It's every it is every bit as much of an advantage to to a pitcher to use uh, performance enhancing drugs. No question I, about I it. Would, I, I would disagree. Like, I don't know how much steroids would help a wide receiver as it would a linebacker. It's more muscle structure. It helps you run faster. It helps you throw the ball harder. Whatever it does, that has boosted your performance. And it, it was uh, used every bit as much I, as pitchers for advantage as I it was. I got to disagree. I got to disagree. It will boost short-term your muscle, but your ligaments and tendons stay the same. And that's why... Constantly sore arms, torn ligament. You see this in football players that come out like great, and I don't want to name any names locally. And all of a sudden, every year they're tearing something because the ligaments do not hypertrophy, nor do the tendons. The fast twitch muscles, they do. Short term, I'm not denying that it helps. But long term, uh, where you have that continual pitching motion, I gotta disagree a little bit there. I'm sorry. I know you're the baseball coach. Well, I, I see your point, but I think that the other the other thing is when you're talking about uh, leg drive and core strength, which is where a lot of uh, velocity comes from. When you're talking That's about pitching point. mechanics, That's a good point. that those the big the, the the big muscles, the body's big muscles in the back, the core, your rear end, uh, those things are, are definitely benefited from from steroids. So. And certainly Roger Clemens pitched from the core. That's a great point. Doug, when you were, or Mike, when you were coaching at Youngstown State and it was legal, because I had a lot of friends that used them in college and it was legal, did you sense use on uh, your baseball team? No. Uh, I could have been blind to it, but I, I, I really don't. We had some uh, smaller guys that uh, threw the ball really, really hard. Uh, the one thing that I did notice, and I'll, I'll say this um, time and time again, 
If you look at the guys who are the, have those smaller frames that threw really hard, and they we call them max effort guys. That means they threw with 100% effort every time, particularly when they threw a fastball. They would eventually break down, those smaller guys. But the bigger guys would last long and tend not to get hurt as much. And that was the thing that uh, I think when you look at, you know, steroid use, performance-enhancing drugs, you look at those guys with those big bodies like the Bartolo Colones, the Clemens, some of those other guys, they pitch for a long, long time because they have the, the big bodies to rely on. Conversely, what's interesting is those little guys would go out and throw – you know, 12 innings if, if that was necessary and fight you tooth and nail, and the big guys would get tired out. So uh, that's, that's what's a, the interesting dynamic about the size, the uh, addition of muscle to the pitchers, but it still uh, was very, very relevant. Well, I, listen, you know, those are great points, but let's face it, you don't have to have a great physique to be a great pitcher. You mentioned Cologne and Clemens. I'll go back to Mickey Lowlich. God's sakes, you know what I mean, and they well, all had well, a little tub around them, and, and those guys could, those guys could throw 10, 12 innings any given day. And, and John Krupp could hit home runs and tell people when he was smoking a cigarette, "Lady, I'm not an athlete; I'm a baseball player." So, you, you know, so, so it worked for everybody. It worked both ways, you know. Uh, I mean, there's, it's it's just dependent on the the athleticism of the player. Uh, there's a lot there's a lot of luck and good fortune involved as far as not getting hurt. And, uh, right. uh, and and I think the, the performance-enhancing drug use also helped with recovery. So uh, that, that grind of playing on turf, especially 162 days, that's tough. And, and back in the day, don't forget, in the 70s, guess what? A lot of those guys were using amphetamines to pick themselves back up. So that was... Real quickly, let's go to Aaron Judge, though, as a whole. That's what uh, uh, Powell wanted to talk about. A uh, really once-in-a-lifetime player, you think? Uh, it remains to be seen. I think he's yeah. he, he could be at uh, nearing his his apex right now. I believe he's 30 years old. So um, yes. he's in his 29. prime. Yeah, he's either 29 or 30, so he's nearing his prime. Uh, he's a physical specimen. Yes. I mean, could you imagine if we would have had the weight training uh, that, that that they have now and the, the scientific studies about the mechanics of the swing and how to build bat speed if Frank Howard had some of those techniques? Frank Howard might have killed somebody on a baseball field with a line Ted, drive. Ted Klesuski. You know, the big the big yes. Yes. Yeah. Basketball. Yeah. Yes. Um, so, so it's uh, – but, but then again um, – some of the guys, I'm sure that um, that 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 pitched against uh, Hondo back in the day would never be able to even make it to Double A now because they just don't didn't have the velocity. So it's all it's, um, it, it's all relative. It's all relative. Yeah, I agree. Um, but but I think I think Judge is a is a heck of an athlete. You got Powell, you got Powell shaking his head now. I was wanting to. I was waiting when that was coming. Did he put his hand up? Uh, by the way, real quickly, I got uh, Brad's longtime travel mate to High State game. He's been on the show before. Uh, law associate Jeff Kenny from Cincinnati. I just have one question: Would you classify Brad Powell as a violent man during the High State? Game? <laughs> <laughs> yes. No question. Emotionally no violent. Go ahead, Brad. My my question, Coach, is 
or my my statement is I, I don't know that I agree with you on pitchers. I, I think that is one of the um, most difficult positions to play in sports. Um, pitchers, as you know, pitch with their legs and their cores. Um, you know, from a mechanic standpoint, the arm is nothing but a guide and a whip. But um, I, I, I think that the players from the latter days, earlier days, would absolutely have an ability to pitch today. A Tom Glavin, who didn't necessarily have the speed, had the placement. Uh, maybe one of the best uh, pitching place mathematics. Yeah. Well, I, uh, I said some of them. I said some. You know, I didn't say all of them. I didn't say nobody. Now, you know. I, I, and I know that now, you know, teams don't even look at you unless you're pitching the ball 90 miles an hour. And I understand the yeah. result. Look at Randy Jones. Tremendous junk, junk, junk No, Randy Jones. Junk, junk pitcher oh, for the Padres. Yeah. Tremendous junk pitcher. Bill Necro. There were, um, there were many I, of them. Yeah. yeah. So I, I think the skill is certainly... The skill is um, there. Don't get me wrong. The skill was there. But but you won't, like, uh, I think, was it you that said, or was it uh, was it Doc that said, you wouldn't even get a look now because it's all about light, lighting up the jugs gun. Yeah. yeah. And it's been that way. It's been that way for, for maybe, you know, at least 30-plus years as far as uh, scouting. I think so. I, I would say 20, but I wouldn't argue with you 30. The other thing, too, is if you, if, if you recall, these pitchers, for instance, um, they didn't go through the year-round training. That's why spring training was so important back in those days because, you know, they just had you know, four months of beer drinking and cigarette <laughs> smoking. And, yeah, well. and, and the other thing, too, is when you guys are talking about performance-enhancing yeah. drugs, um, here's, here's the difference is that these guys didn't have overuse injuries like they have them now. Right, they just use amphetamines. These kids are <laughs> starting – I know because I've had uh, one of my sons play year-round. They, they play year-round. Um, they travel all over the country. That's terrible. And, and that's why you, you start out the process with overuse injuries, and it's, it's almost necessary to compete with the Joneses that you recover as quickly as you can. Medically speaking, if you talk to Nolan Ryan, and nobody can argue his longevity, and you look over to the farm boys that were baling hay without any uh, um, constructed uh, conditioning. Those guys had the biggest longevity, and they did a study, less injury, because they just went up and they used every muscle in their body up and down, not routine every day, not wearing it out from baling hay and whatever other people that grew up tough on a farm did. And, uh, but I'll, I'll, I'll ask the question because there's been a little bit of a revival, and Greg Warren just texted me, somebody local, Cy Young, who's from Newcomerstown, and Doug, uh, so is Woody Hayes, as you know. Oh, yeah. um, Sam, Sam Millett's in the car. That's why I had to throw that out there. <laughs> um, but Cy Young had 511 wins, 315 losses, leads the major leagues in both those categories. Um, and, you know, he pitched – both ends of a doubleheader, maybe, or every other day. I can't remember the legends, but I remember reading about him. I'm sorry. I think he and Babe Ruth, Babe Ruth would need to train a little bit more, and, and Cy had a fudge around his belly. But I think they could play today. I think Cy Young could. Yeah, I, I think, think from, a, could. from a skill standpoint, uh, there, there's no doubt about it, and then they would be subject to the weight training. And when we talk about Babe Ruth with his 
off-the-field habits, he would have been subject to a training program. He wouldn't have wanted to be put on a training program. But I will say this also. If you look in the dugout in a, during a major league game now, there's like four or five trainers. You know, back in the day, the trainer might have been the guy who also uh, raked the mound and home plate. Uh, might have also done a little. Yeah, Tony. So what all did Tony do? He had a number of roles, and he was a trainer on the side in case anybody had a compound fracture sticking out of their forearm. Okay. But now if a guy gets a tweak or a twinge or something, they're out for two weeks. And this that's the part that bothers me because – there's a there, and we we went through the thing with Tua. There, it's no it's no longer a badge of honor to play hurt, and that's what it was. If you guys remember when we were growing, you didn't show you that you were hurt. You know, if you were hurt, you were ridiculed. I mean, you were questioned, rub some, out on the carpet, rub and some dirt and, on it. Yeah, and, and now everybody gets and, and there's a mind, let me finish one thing. Um, there's there's a meme that I saw recently. That Pete Rose, uh, they had some stats about how many consecutive you know, games he played out, and, he, and the question was, "What's a strained oblique?" <laughs> you know, I mean, you never heard of some of these injuries back then. So that's part of what we're dealing with. We're getting to the bottom of the hour, but what don't you talk about? What you see when you look in a dugout? What don't you see with all this fancy training? When we grew up, the on deck batter was in the batter's box, not blowing bubbles or looking at the crowd. He was studying the pitcher and what was going on. That has gone away. And to me, I want that hitter that's coming up, studying the tendencies, looking at the catcher. Well, not anymore because I remember Bob Prince explaining that to me in the late 60s. They're not up there. They got one one knee down after a well, couple warm-up swings, and they're studying what comes next. But, but analytics has thrown that all out the window because they already uh, have that in their back pocket, and they think they've seen everything. Yeah. They know everything's been prepared by advanced scouting, and uh, there's yeah. not that there's not those adjustments in playing the game with your gut anymore. You it's see him pulling, see him pulling that out of their back pocket, yeah, looking, back looking, pocket. Yeah, yeah. looking to notes. Yeah. And every once in a while, he plots a cell phone. Let me tell you about analytics, okay? We can talk about Tua and Sidney Crosby, but, and I can speculate. But until I get my hands on those patients, I can't really know for sure. Those batters. I'm not saying throw them out the door, but they need to be studying because you don't know. Maybe the pitcher is coming off. I, I totally agree with you. I couldn't agree with you, know? you more. I don't. I I think analytics is. Uh, I think there's a place for some of it, but I think it's overused to rely on it. And case in point, and I know uh, Councilor Powell wants to talk about the Pirates. Look at the Pirates uh, organization. No, I know what the hell's going on? You, you <laughs> well, we gotta come to you. hey, real quickly, Doug, one for you. Yes. Who is the great West Virginia? Uh, baseball player in the late 1800s that set the uh, batting average uh, record, I think, before Ty Cobb broke it. What's your Virginia- Jesse Burkett? Well, he's, he didn't, he's, from, he's from Wheeling Island, Jesse Burkett is. Yeah, he, he yeah. batted over 403 times, and uh, he's in the Baseball yeah. Hall of Fame. Uh, but yeah. Uh, he, he, yeah, he, he and Rogers Hornsby and Ty Cobb are the only three to bat over 403 times. So. That's pretty wow. good company. Listen, <laughs> I know we got to come back, and despite what Powell says, we got to talk NFL in these last twenty minutes. Uh, Sam, say hi to Doug Huff, will you? Doug, how are you? Pretty good, Sam. <laughs> good talking to you. <laughs> Doc, Doc, Doc's starting to stir the pot a little bit, I think. So. <laughs> no, Sam stirs it himself. I'll save my pirate question.
question for next week. Thank but I you. want answers, Coach Florak. <laughs> I, w- I, I don't want Can't you save it to the end of the season? I would love to talk. Yeah, I'd love to talk Pirates. I want answers. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I know. Hey, Ross, get some music on. I'm dying here. <laughs> school football fans if you want to see where your team ranks every week check out the thornhill auto group power rankings at wvmetronews.com every sunday evening we will update the football power rankings to find out where your favorite team ranks go to wvmetronews.com click on the high school sports tab and then high school football power rankings the 2022 metro news power rankings presented by thornhill auto group the road to total savings starts with thornhill visit them on the thornhill motor mile Over the years, you've brought opioids into your home. They helped when you were in pain, and you held on to them just in case. But holding on to opioids puts your family at risk. Learn more at www.fda.gov slash drug disposal. Citywide, citywide. Hey, football fans, put Citywide on your team. Call Citywide today for great rates and coverages on auto, home, life, business, and Medicare insurance plans. Don't forget about open enrollment this year from October 15th through December 7th. Whether buying or selling your home, Citywide is your local realtor. Our new Citywide Mounds are locations now open at 700 Lafayette Avenue. Call Citywide today at 304-845-8002. Let's win together. Citywide and Monarch Football. Over the years, you've brought opioids into your home. They helped when you were in pain, and you held on to them, just in case. But holding on to opioids puts your family at risk. Learn more at www.fda.gov slash drug disposal. Once again, Toyota is the best resale value brand according to Kelly Blue Book's KBB.com. So stop waiting and check out a new Camry. Available with all-wheel drive and a 24-valve V6 engine, delivering an impressive 301 horsepower. Or check out a stylish Venza with an all-hybrid powertrain and 40 miles per gallon. Visit buyatoyota.com and reserve yours today. Toyota, let's go places. Hey, man, what can I get you? Yeah, can I have two Coors Lights? You got it. With a taste as cold as the Rockies, only Coors Light gives you refreshment every time. Here you go. Thanks, Mike. Doing a great job. All right, two ice-cold Coors Lights. Um, that's the coldest beer I've ever had. Hey, they don't call it the world's most refreshing beer for nothing. Okay, be honest with me. Do you really have the Rocky Mountains in your beer cooler? You don't believe it? Check it out. Man. 
Man, that's pretty amazing. I know, right? I can't believe it myself sometimes. I mean, this cooler is only three feet wide. Coors Light, the world's most refreshing beer. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. With great beer comes great responsibility. A serious injury from an accident can be just the start of your worries. What if you cannot return to work? How do you take care of your family if you're disabled? At Gellner Law Offices, we represent seriously injured people and understand their problem. We know how to get you fair compensation. We will work hard to make sure you get the money you deserve for your losses. Don't go it alone. If you're hurt in an accident, call us at 304-242-2900 or visit us at gellnerlaw.com. We'd like to help. you have ever wanted to get in shape and get all the physical and mental sharpness that comes along with boxing training, now you can do it in a safe, clean, and supervised location with an experienced boxing trainer. Team Pair Fitness from Morristown, Ohio is offering boxing training now. If you are interested, you can contact me. James T.U. will arrange a free introductory session. You can reach me at 412-298-9805 or Send me an email to James T.U. Lawyer. That's James T.I.U. Lawyer at gmail.com. Save big money with 11% off everything at Menards. Keep your outdoor tools, supplies, and valuables secure and protected with Suncast Storage Sheds. The 8-foot by 10-foot Tremont Outdoor Shed is low maintenance and has reinforced construction for added strength and stability, while the hinges and lockable handles add extra security. All Suncast Storage Sheds are 11% off right now at Menards. Good through October 2nd, savings are a mail-in rebate. Some exclusions apply. See store for details. A cool and rainy weekend in store. Hello, everyone from the Watchdog. I'm Darnell Foster. With rain showers on and off for your Saturday, it's a cool day with highs in the lower 50s for daytime highs with a low of only 50 degrees under mostly cloudy skies and scattered showers through the overnight. We'll probably see some early showers for your Sunday, otherwise mostly cloudy and temperatures in the low 60s for daytime highs. Have yourself a great day, everyone. From the Watchdog, I'm Darnell Foster. The views and opinions expressed on the following program are not necessarily those of this station or its sponsors. Not I hate you to love me, let's please don't tease. If I can hold you, then let me squeeze. My heart goes round and round My love for the tongue of a dime You leave me Breathless Well, I shake all over and you know why I'm sure it's love, honey, let's no lie Tighten up your chin strap and lace up your cleats It's time for the Saturday morning sports huddle Brought to you by Paul Harris At Harris Law Offices in Wheeling all right, welcome back to the final segment of the huddle. All right, how's the echo? It's good, I think. All right, good. Matt Jerry Lewis, the killer, I had the pleasure of seeing him at Jamboree in the Hills in the 70s. 
So. Um, going breathless, he had a birthday. I believe he may be 90 or more. Just amazing with the rough lifestyle he led. <laughs> 89. 89. Sorry, Brad. Brad just joined me. Great. <laughs> Anyways, uh, um, what about, um, what was that song before? I, I, what was, what did you play We're on the out, out segment? I got to go look it up now because I deleted it. Uh, <laughs> listen, we, we do got to get to the NFL a little bit, even though we left some, uh, well, the team up north I want to talk about it was, real quickly. Doc, it was, all, it was all right by status quo. Well, it didn't sound like it, but that's okay. Um, but anyways, uh, Iowa, whose defense outscores the offense every game. Last week they won 27-13. to 13. The defensive touchdowns were 12 and the uh, offense scored a touchdown and two field goals. Uh, so you can count the extra points on the touchdown. So the defense, again, outscored their own offense 14-13. to 13. I frankly think Kirk Ferentz is going to have something in store. The line is 10.5 or 11. Um, uh, Iowa seems to be able to rise up to the occasion. Uh, Michigan looked very vulnerable. We already talked about their strength of schedule going into, which is a much-improved Maryland team. Uh, could have easily have lost that game, and I don't want to hear, well, they showed how to win. Um, we'll see. They could blow Iowa out. Iowa's, you know, uh, young parents have got to show a way to, you know, they got a four- or five-year starter there. Uh, his name escapes me, Brad, a quarterback for Iowa. Um, I don't know what it I can't think what it is. But, uh, you know, I'm always interested in that. Uh, Pitt, who does Pitt play, or do they have a bye? I think Pitt, Pitt, Pitt might have a bye this. I think Pitt might have a bye. Penn State. So see, uh, quickly, the news in the NFL, Miles Garrett, uh, five or six speeding tickets, uh, <laughs> nothing nefarious, no drugs, nothing, rolled his car, was hospitalized overnight, multiple bumps and bruises. I don't know what his status is for Sunday. I think it's a game time decision. But, again, under the influence or not, with a passenger in the car, why are you speeding? What are, we all know you got a fast car, probably your Porsche or Ferrari. But what are we doing, folks? I mean, let's grow up a little bit, okay? Uh, ben Roethlisberger years ago flipped his motorcycle or whatever the hell that the team told him not to buy, asked him not to get into. Uh, you know, doesn't adulthood and making money come with some responsibility anymore? <laughs> Well, I, I, I mean, go back. I, the, the guy, when you think about off the field behavior, one of the guys that first comes to mind is Lawrence Taylor. Okay. Oh, yeah. And, um, you know, he, he was just. Uh, those, those elite athletes who also have the mentality, who are the uh, super standouts, like Roethlisberger, like I think a Miles Garrett could be considered as one day if he continues to perform at his level on the field. They have a motor that just cannot be shut off. And you're taught to be mean. You're taught to be tough. That's how you make your living. That's how you make your friends. That's how you put food on the table. It's hard to shut off. Brad Bell's taught to be mean and tough, but he doesn't go around speeding and wrecking and flipping cars. He's as mean as they come. You know, there is a... When has he ever been nice? I mean, (laughs) he's on the show. Um, Shouldn't every, every, every NFL player... All right. Shouldn't NFL, every NFL player be showing uh, um, a documentary about Gabe Rivera? <laughs> you know what I mean? That'd be something else. Yeah, that's that. That was a shame. That was really a shame. Yeah. I'm gonna let Brad in here about contractual moral <laughs> perpetuity clauses. 
contractual arrangements on what they can do and what they can't do. Absolutely. Uh, there were Bengals back in the day <laughs> that when they found out that they were playing basketball up at the Central Y, they were prohibited from doing so. And I'm talking during the season, and they would come up and play. They'd have to stop. Um, there's contracts that indicate what you can and can't do in terms of uh, activities. So you're making that type of money. That's a very small price to pay to refrain from doing it for the length of your career, which isn't that long to begin with. You're right, but you're talking about 25-year-olds who, you know, if we could go back and replay our lives when we were 25, there would be a lot of decisions that we would make differently. So uh, there's a lot of factors involved, and it is tough to shut that motor off. So they, they need an outlet. That's just uh, that's just how it is, and uh, yeah. some of them find it in, in ways that make them uh, a, a appear in a crime blotter. But uh, I think that's going to be an issue as long as athletes are, uh, you know, taught to have a, a, a mentality that you're going to go out and defeat somebody all the time. You better be at the top of your game. Your adrenaline needs to be well, pumping 24-7. It's always going to be an issue. Your, your point's well taken. Well, then maybe we ought to look at Greece or England, mandatory two-year military service. At the age of eight, turn in some structure and discipline, and I say that with a young son. Uh, I, I don't know; it, it's just there's too much money. I agree with you for I don't want to call them kids, young men, or whatever they are. But um, I mean, there's a lot of Kellen Winslow Jr. Kellen Winslow Jr. was another prime example. Um, uh, but um, anyways, on to the Steelers. The Browns look like they kind of got their act together. Steelers have offensive line problems. A lot of people calling for Kenny Pickett. I think it's too much too soon. Uh, your thoughts, uh, Doug, Mike, and Ross? Uh, hey, we've got a caller on. Um, he's a pretty big deal. Uh, my old buddy, how you doing, Butchie? Doing well, Mike Florak. <laughs> <laughs> we've got Doc joining uh, us. John Butchagross. Yeah, Counselor Pilot, ESPN's John Butchagross has just joined us. We're here with Doug Huff and... Uh, the Stone Cold Stunner, uh, Ross Johnson, thanks for, for joining. We're talking Steelers. What do you think about the Steelers right. this year, Butchie? Uh, it seems like a bit of a wash year. I think offensively they don't really have the dynamic players to, to make a big impact. Obviously losing Watt defensively. You know, I think there's some potential on the defense. They have some possible playmakers. But Overall, it just doesn't look like it looks like an average or maybe slightly below average team. I'd be surprised if they won more games than they lost. This could be the end of the Mike Tomlin uh, no losing season uh, streak here. Um, I've, I've been reading. And, go ahead. Go ahead. Real quickly, you know, I'm glad you came on because I've had to put up with Mike Florak. Jones put up with me for 45 years. He's your preaching required. And he thinks he has a medical diploma <laughs> and every, everything else, you know. Uh, but I'm glad you came in to, to bring some comic relief. Um, but anyway, great to hear from you. I do want to thank you for calling in. I, I think that's fantastic. Thanks, Mike, for getting him on again. Uh, absolutely. Uh, he's uh, one of the top sportscasters in the world, and uh, he's an even better friend to many. So uh, we're excited to have him. John, who do you, who do you see as, uh, as if you could – make a uh, one quarter of the way here through the season. Is there a favorite that you like in the NFL right now? Uh, yeah, well, these things kind of, they kind of work, you know, kind of in quadrants, four games at a time. Who's going to, who's going to kind of step up and, you know, 
kind of worked their way. And, you know, we're into October now, and yeah. then really when November hits, that's when the cream kind of rises. Sure. So they'll yeah. try to figure out, you know, tr- trying to figure out in both conferences who's uh, – Who's going to make that move, you know? Yeah, yeah. Just so so interesting. So much. Uh, it's always like a soap opera. Uh, down in Tampa, one of the early favorites. Do you think Tom Brady has is finally starting to succumb to father time? I don't think so. I, I think do. his arm is still strong. Um, you know, he's not obviously going to move very well, so he needs ultimate protection. He needs guys who can separate quickly because he's not going to extend the pocket time. So, sure. you know, he, he had no wide receivers last week. All the starters were hurt. So, you know, not having Gronk is a big teddy bear that's no longer there. And that's someone he got his little binky he can always require <laughs> and lean on. And maybe probably, if they can somehow get a guy like that down the middle of the field and then obviously have their big-time wide receivers healthy, their defense is good. I still think his arm strength is there, but he just needs really good protection because obviously he's he lost another step probably in mobility. Wow, yeah. Mike, did you, uh, did you let uh, – John know that he's got the venerable Doug Huff. Uh, <laughs> well, yeah, I, said, I, I believe I said Doug's name. Yeah, we um, John and I were uh, reminiscing. I think I brought up Doug's name yesterday when <laughs> John and I were talking. That uh, Doug probably wrote some articles about our, our <laughs> basketball team. That uh, uh, John was a senior and I was a junior that advanced to the uh, regional finals. So you would remember the great Doug Huff from the Wheeling <laughs> Intelligencer and those days. Uh, of journalism, John, when we used to wait for the paper to get there, and now everything's at our fingertips. So, uh, talk about a little yeah, bit. Yeah. Yeah, but the, yeah, the wheeling intel. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Yeah. My dad got. Wait a minute. Yep. You didn't. That was the you didn't paper. know we had Brad Powell here. You know he's Brad Powell. <laughs> <laughs> John's John's saying who's Brad Powell? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, we've got a guy from ESPN on, so that's right. Um, yeah, yeah, so, right. John, we did talk a little bit, and I don't, I don't mean to get off the football topic. You and I talked a little bit about baseball and Aaron Judge. Uh, talk a little bit about what what he's done this season and, and what you've seen from uh, from him and the Yankees. Yeah, it's one of the best seasons of all time in Major League Baseball history. You know, the separation from him to the next guy. Uh, it, it really is kind of a Babe Ruthian performance, especially because how big he was. You know, Ruth, you know, obviously for his time, was bigger than most of the other players. He, he wasn't that giant of a man, um, uh, but he was in you know correlation to everybody else. So he just looked bigger. And just like Judge, obviously at six foot seven, um, you know, many thought he wouldn't make it. That's a big strike zone. That's a big loopy swing. And so that's why he wasn't, you know, they weren't sure if he would ever, you know, really figure this out and be a consistent slugger. But this year with how he hit for average, his plate discipline, and, uh, and overall his demeanor, he just seems like a really good human being who really does think about his teammates first and, and really wants to win, you know. And that's, I think, part of the home run chase that involved Bonds and Sosa and McGuire, not only the steroids, but... Also, just maybe the attitudes as well. I think people love the attitude of Aaron Judge as much as the record and what he's doing. So it's a, it's an unbelievable performance. I, I just wish baseball had the bigger spotlight that it used to have. It obviously doesn't quite have the shine it did because this would be just a massive, massive, massive story, um, a more of a news story as well as a sports story because baseball, you know, where it, the place in the culture is not quite where it was before. That's a great point. And, and you and I uh, – we're, we're lamenting that we may have seen a uh, monument uh, last night as we were watching one of those games. That yeah, we're, we're waiting for sixty-two, and um, you know now he's going to pass Maris, which is 
I'm sure he will. He's got yeah. he's got till next Wednesday. Yeah. But, um, yeah, it's gonna I, be every at bat's a big one. Yeah, I was referring to when mm-hmm. when we said that uh, we may have seen Albert Pujols' last home run. Yeah, we were watching there, sitting there watching 701 fly away, and like I said, he's only you know they only did about four days left, so that we, that could have been the last one. But what a perform, what a kick to his career to finish, um, and just and it's going to be what's so cool about Pujols, all his home runs have really mattered. They put their they've been late in the game, the game was yeah. tied yeah. Uh, as this team is heading to the playoffs. Now we get to see him in the postseason when the at bats really matter, and that's going to be really fun for him. You know, he, he's essentially retired once the regular season ends. You know, those stats are now cemented forever. But now we get to see him in the postseason trying to really help his team move on. And, and the burden of career stats is gone. Now it's just winning a game, you know, winning a playoff game, advancing. So that's what's cool about the full hole story as well. It's going to continue in the games that matter the most. That's a great point. Right? I, I, think, I, I think another I – think, I think that's a fantastic point because key home runs would men on. I happened to glance at Judge's stats last week. I think he was about at 59 or 60. And I know he had only had uh, two RBIs per home run. I mean, he had that so many. I, I know he's hit RBIs at doubles and triples. So I don't know how many solos he had, and I don't know how many meaningful go-ahead ones. But with Pujols, I think that's a great distinction. Uh, it seemed like Dave Kingman hit all his home runs with nobody on base, if I recall, going back. Uh, but the other thing, John, uh, and I know you're busy, but uh, next week on the show, we're going to have uh, Dr. Julian Bales, if you're listening and need some fodder. Julian, of course, in the proprietor station, Mr. Fitzsimmons, did a lot of the groundwork. You saw the mis- mention in the movie Concussion, CTE. So I asked Julian, he's a great friend of the show, to do the 935 spot. And once he reviews everything with Tua, uh, the Thursday game, the Sunday game, uh, it should be quite interesting from a medical perspective. Yeah, that's a huge issue, obviously, with the players getting bigger and faster, and you know the brain. We're getting better in, in, in you know discovering how the brain works, but it's still the final frontier, really, in health. On um, you know, we can fix ACLs. We can Tommy John surgery has hit baseball players, made them better. Um, all kinds of obviously health progress we've made in the last half century to a century, but. The brain is like the final frontier. A lot goes on there, trying to figure that out. Again, we can take an MRI and see a torn ACL or MCL, but we can't quite do that. We can't kneel, pinpoint down brain injuries so we know exactly how to treat them. And as a competitor, he wants to be out there. He wants to play. So it's always a difficult push and pull. Yeah, I, th- I think my, wa- my wife will look forward to that day where we figure the brain out because she asks me on a daily basis, what are you thinking? <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll give you the diagnosis. <laughs> oh, jeez. Oh, God. I think Einstein only used about 15 16% of his brain. You're right about the final frontier. I think the average of us use about 10 11%. Mike, I think you're minus like flounder in that example. Hey, well, well, John will vouch for me. He knows that I graduated from the van next to to Catholic Central, so he he, he knows that happened. So. <laughs> it was air conditioned. That was good. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. The only spot on campus. The only air conditioning we had. <laughs> <laughs> One more point I want. I'd like to add to uh, to the uh, Aaron Judge uh, uh, season. Uh, I remember reading about Babe Ruth how his dominance when he was hitting 59, 60 home runs in a season, that they were more than some of the other teams' total for the yeah. season. But, uh, but you look That's at look at point. the le- look at the leaders in the American League this year. Aaron Judge has 61. I think number two is 38. Yeah. 
Yeah, what a difference there. What a gap there. And, I mean, I just – that Ruthian uh, comparison, I think, uh, you know, is, is justified, yes. Yeah, he, he, and he plays good defense. He's a great arm. He's made a lot of yes. center field at six foot seven. Yeah. That's probably never happened before. And he, right. he bats leadoff a lot. I think that's why he's a lot of solo and two-run shots because he's batting leadoff. They need to move him down to get guys on base like you talked about and not be having a ninth place and eighth place yes. behind him or hitting two, 208. So that's why – He's just not getting on. He's not up. He's not getting up with guys on base. So I think Aaron Boone needs to move him down to the three slot and hope the one-two hitters can get on base for him, and then he can wreak havoc either hitting the ball or Gray take another walk when they pitch Gray carefully to him, and then they can yes. have these long, sustained yeah. innings it's a good and, get point. Out and get the starters out of the game. Great, Great point. point. And maybe yeah. it's because uh, I, I grew up uh, idolizing Clemente, and still to me is the greatest baseball player all around I've seen. But I always felt the three spot was more important in the cleanup uh, spot. But, Coach Florak, I'll defer to you on that. Uh, uh, I know probably most people would disagree with me, but I think the three spot is a key place in the uh, lineup. Well, uh, you see, uh, philosophically, that's changed in baseball a little bit. Often the best hitter will hit second. Um, and even like like John just said, Aaron Judge sometimes just to get him as many as, bat, as bats as possible and see that first guy right. so the pitcher can't get his his feet on the ground and may, he might make a mistake, you know, in his first three or four pitches and not feel right on the mound. And, and that's the one that, that a guy like Judge can feast on. So, uh, yeah, I know what you're talking about, you, you know, romantically, like all of us baseball purists, you want to see the best hitter hitting third. But uh, there's all kind of different philosophies now. And, of course, the analytics go into that. So uh, those are things that, that we don't understand uh, as, as fans that uh, the, the managers and all the front office people are measuring. Uh, you want him to get I, up that's as many a great point. Possible. Yep. Yeah, I didn't. Uh, I remember, uh, I think, Matty Alou, when uh, in the late 60s for the Pirates, he set the record. He might have had close to 700 at bats leading off, uh, but I never realized yeah. there was a philosophical yeah, change. So. Yeah, and so tell, I'm glad you pointed that out um, uh, to me. I didn't realize. I always thought the second hitter should be, you know, you, even if you had a Ricky Henderson or a Barry or Bobby Bonds leading off because of their speed, I always thought the second guy was the contact hitter in the third and fourth, but I didn't realize there was a philosophical change in the uh, major Yeah, there, there, is no, there is no contact. There are no contact hitters in the big leagues anymore. So <laughs> swing hard enough. <laughs> It was like the old softball days down at Bellevue Field, John. Remember, <laughs> sw- swing hard, swing up. <laughs> yeah, sorry, Tim Foley. You can't play anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Tim Foley, what a great example. Jay Bell, Tim Foley. You're out. Um, hey, I know we're coming to a hard stop in about a minute, but uh, uh, John, when I get to meet you in person, I'll call you Bucci. I don't feel that comfortable. Uh, <laughs> but I want to thank fine. you again for coming on. Uh, Always great. Uh, Mike, I'm going to sign off. You guys can do the rest. Doug, okay. okay. And All right, we will be podcasting next week, so excited about that. Sounds thanks, great. John. Okay, thanks, Doc. Yeah. Enjoy the game. JB, thanks yeah. a lot, buddy. We'll talk soon. All right. Peace. <laughs> See you. See thanks. ya. Well, that's a, that's a wrap for our uh, Saturday, October 1st here, October Fest, October 1st. For those of you in the northern panhandle, stop by the St. Joe's October Fest on uh, the uh, Madonna campus. And uh, we'll look forward to being back. We have to thank our sponsor, uh, Paul Harris. Thank Doc Georges for joining us with Counselor Powell, the great Doug Huff, and, of course, the man who uh, makes us go. 
the Stone Cold Stunner, Ross Johnston. <laughs> we'll see you next week on The Huddle. Have a great weekend, everybody. Have a great one. FM 98.1, AM 1600, WKKX Wheeling. FM 97.7, AM 1370, WVLY Moundsville. FM 98.1, AM 1600, WKKX Wheeling. FM 97.7, AM 1370, WVL.